0: to the black guy who tips podcast i listen because rod and karen are hot
1: mm. hey welcome to another episode of the blackout test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen. and for those watching live that's right it is a late night but early for the because we're doing the feedback show a day early Mm
2: -hmm. so we're gonna be too early or too late for somebody
1: so but it's also late night it's like almost nine o'clock at night and the reason is we just have a busy day tomorrow we have Mm. uh hornets game we're going to and stuff Mm -hmm. like we got we got stuff that we're doing that can't wait you know we've got to be on um for all nerds podcast talking about game of thrones Ooh. uh house of the dragon yep. so we just literally don't have the time tomorrow to do feedback uh more than likely so we said why? Don't, you know i was just sitting around i said why not do it now and Karen was like yeah so that's why we here that's why we late that's why we early um <laughs> of course look in the show notes that's how you leave feedback it'll tell you everything you need to know um for how to how to be part of this episode the once a week where we read your feedback uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme 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 let's talk about the people that gave us money though donations okay we donations love, we love the donations, donations. Okay? Mm-hmm. donation
2: okay Donations. that's Come what on. it's all about Don- donations go.
0: attention
3: you' are now listening to Charlotte's own Rod and Karen. We welcome the
1: good folks who
0: tithe to the black that's
1: right new day new salary let's talk about the people that gave us money Brian B thank you so much Jeff M Jonathan H Corey B j4 early Daisy photography marvin b yes marvin b mccall f michael w mako h solana s chris m asia d annie p tom w jr michael s dana r and that's everybody thank you so much for the money Those that give on saturday uh we'll just shout you out next week you know how it is guys mm-hmm. um all right so we have to start with our first episode of the week oh wait i'm no, sorry we had to start with five star reviews mm-hmm. we did get some let's go okay you'll love to see it um so i don't remember if i read this one last week i want to say i did but i'm gonna read it again because okay. i like praise okay <laughs> yes sir so uh this one says, um, your fellow five star chick with the smiley face emoji. Oh shit. My late and this from Danielle cc who says, My late comment for Atlanta, Thug passion was my go to drink back in the days when I was in these streets. Thug passion equals Hennessy and Alize, the red one in particular bonus the incredible hulk equal hennessy and hypnotic shout out to my late 1980s babies born in the 80s raised in the 90s holla lol danielle d yeah (laughs)
0: listen
1: i never knew what was in a thug passion um and it's kind of like i and it's funny because it's in the song I just never had it never never <laughs> was inclined to have it i
2: never had it that and or the incredible hulk i heard about him but i was like i don't i don't think i want to know i've
1: had that. incredible hulk but i don't it was made by the football team and i'm not even sure that they used that recipe i think
2: <laughs> they just mixed
3: whatever they, the was hell just, they had yeah, on site
1: they had some different shit up there in the football team and one one year i had the rottweiler which i don't know what was in that shit either <laughs> i imagine some Ooh, uh, yeah.
2: see that shit you do when you're young somebody said here's a rottweiler you go cool
1: Mm-mm. yeah uh, the rottweiler with two t's oh uh, Rott. i
2: thought yeah. you meant rock
1: oh uh-uh. no Rott. rottweiler no. that's 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 what the dog is called it's not rock um but yeah the rottweiler
2: <laughs> well i guess i'm fucking it up like all the black people because that's what my family call that bitch uh
1: so yeah uh i didn't know what was in it but i just imagined some amalgamation of uh just uh cheap negro liquids with sugar you know mad mm-hmm. dog and all this shit yeah,
2: anything it was 599 nine and under
1: yeah it was very strong It had like a very uh sweet like kind of undercurrent but the alcohol was was it was bad uh but yeah so i just remember that concoction and i drank it and blanked out some of that night and got kicked out of the uh um out oh. of the comedy show
2: <laughs> you telling me about that so. you said y'all acted a motherfucking fool
1: yeah it was a lot <laughs> um anyway let's go to the next one um it's been a while but i still stand by this review awesome philosophers with a side of ratchet this is from cj freak who updated their review yeah rod and karen have grown to be consistent in being all things so this review is may 4th 2017 and since then the world has changed rod and karen have grown to be consistent and being all the things that i originally posted i'm grateful to be able to witness this journey and so happy for the success you two have earned and you two keeping it real also sorry it took me this long to add to your happiness this is by far the most insightful enlightening entertaining and beautifully human podcast by two of the greatest philosophers of the 21st century wow Mm hot praise They are a lifeline Ah! They are a lifeline in these bizarrely sad times and the podcast they provide are priceless i'm glad to have karen and ride in my life love you too thank you thank
0: you very nice
1: very nice of you and uh all those things you said are the things i want our podcast to be and and to give to people and uh i think especially the part about being human and thoughtful and all that stuff that's what we try to do um we don't try to like we're not trying to be the most anything podcast you know Mm-mm. gotta listen this is from plum plumpest nugget who says my husband started listening to Rod and karen years ago i started listening with the house of dragon episodes i always crack up and relate to their viewpoints now after we watch a couple of house of the dragon i always say i can't wait to hear what rod and karen say about this i came for the recast, but now I listen to every podcast during housework
2: Aww. Oh feel so loved
1: thank you and that's you know honestly the highest hope we have for even covering this stuff is because you know a tv show like this is only going to be on 10 weeks of the next two to three years possibly Mm -hmm. but we're going to be here four to five times a week most weeks of every year Mm -hmm. and so you kind of hope that people were going to go hey I uh, <laughs> I think, I think, I I think I'm gonna around. stick around. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we we put like this. We caught some of them the first time. I think we gonna catch some of them this time too.
1: Yeah. Uh, funny, smart, and the real deal. This is from Pink Superhero. It says Rod and Karen are so sharp and funny that I look forward to all episodes. Thank you, <coughs> Pink Superhero. You are missing out. Says comma 88 Rod and Karen are the goat. Don't believe me. Listen to episode. Listen to an episode. Solid guest hilarious recaps movie reviews political commentary and guest the race and more thank you
2: mm-hmm. and the
1: last one man y'all had so many Come kind, nice reviews this week the last one is from zinzi uh I, I i believe is how you pronounce it it says a five star experience every time and this is from nigeria Um, I'm updating my review because Rod and Karen work so hard to produce amazing content every week and I have to do my part to share how much I appreciate the podcast and how it keeps me company while I tackle life's challenges they provide an insightful and hilarious take on world events and even their movie reviews and TV show recaps leave me gasping for air because they're that good I recently put my brother onto their house of the dragon recap and he instantly became a the blackout tip stand now he's the one asking me if I've ever listened if I've listened to the latest episode
2: (laughs) <laughs> beat you to the punch
1: and we have something new to talk about and bond over thank you rod and karen this one this is one podcast that i come comfort, comfortably and willingly recommend to everyone i know and i have never had any complaints only converts i'd give more stars if i could they deserve it oh mm-hmm. thank you thank you
2: i feel so special y'all
1: we love to bring a family together mm-hmm. okay we love it that's that's so awesome um all right let's get into um the episodes that we did this week uh and go to our website to look at comments and we're gonna look at comments on youtube mm-hmm. and we're gonna check out uh anchor and see what those feedbacks were so we're gonna get to all yeah, that YouTube, stuff we're
2: gonna be all over the place
1: so the first one was our feedback episode of course the first commenter is Apia 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 says as I learned from big farmer result oh the episode was titled Wayne Brady Airport. Apia says as I learned from big farmer results presentations, I see the thirty percent for Celsius as a big success. Hardly anyone knows how it works in your beautiful country and still thirty percent prefer it. Well, first of all, our polls are international, so how dare you um, <laughs> you're leaving comments meaning that not everybody is from America that's that's leaving comments. Uh, se- and voting in the polls. Uh, secondly, of course you think 30% is a big success. Cause 30, 30 degrees Celsius is probably like 190 degrees. (laughs) So of course you think that's special. Uh, I will take a break with the Celsius propaganda for now, but never give up. My mission is to make you love it. Hey, you are right. I didn't Google to see if Celsius was racist because this wasn't the point I wanted to prove. I thought so. (laughs) Uh, i hope kanye west shout out celsius next week no by the way i rather t- uh, i'm a rather tall woman, woman between 5'9 and 5'10 so i had the 90s model height but i never was i wasn't ever as thin just regular one time when i came close was when i had practically had a nervous breakdown in law school and i couldn't eat for months not oh, recommended
2: no i don't recommend that either
1: yeah i, I it's, it's it's wild because of the way that 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 things exist in our society people will look at someone who's actually going through something that's pretty tumultuous but if you lose weight they'll be like oh you look good so everything must be good and there's a that's a huge part of the problem is this idea that like oh i'm actually having a nervous breakdown and i haven't eaten from been able to eat for months and someone's like oh girl you lost weight well i need to get like you (laughs) you're like what (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah a lot of times people lose weight like if they get sick yeah sick or something like that and all of a sudden they lose a large amount of weight and people are like i wish i could do that but like, you don't want to be sick to lose it
1: right like we just you really don't know what's going on in people's bodies Mm-mm. um and the assumptions and the ideals and the aesthetic don't care about people individually Oh no. so it's just you know like we micro and macro shit all the time speaking of which the next comment is kind of getting to some of that so this is from Alice who says or maybe it's Alice uh, who says Rod I love you but your politics around weight discrimination need a lot of work. Taylor Swift was wrong to use the word fat as a pejorative and I was glad to see she removed it from her video. Now y'all might remember I talked about how uh Taylor Swift had A video uh where she was talking about the negative voice in her head it's called anti-hero you can watch it and there's a basically the voice in her head is her insecurities and it's that voice in your head that's negative and irrational it's not a it's not a rhyme or reason to it it's not so so anything you saw from that voice's perspective and what it was making her feel in there was in the context of the video saying it is wrong and bad and you shouldn't feel this way so one of the, one short scene is she steps on the scale and she looks down at the scale and it says fat and she didn't attach a weight to it or whatever and so there were people uh who you know i'm sure think they're in the body positivity movement or they or let's they're, they're in the body positivity movement that's what they call it and they came at her kind of like the way when beyonce and lizzo used the word spaz in their lyrics Mm -hmm. but um i personally find what they did to be wrong and i think Mm -hmm. that they were short-sighted i am a fat person i'm not anti-fat people i don't come on this show and talk about fat people need to lose weight. Or, you know, I'm not some self-hating fat person or any of that stuff. I don't talk about my body on here um, in, in, in negative voices and stuff, but I understand the negative voice. And I think no matter what your body looks like, we all understand the negative voice. And there's a lot of people who look a certain way who still have that negative voice. And sometimes that's the reason they look a certain way. Look right. what Appiah just said. When she was closest to the aesthetic, she was having a nervous breakdown, so people will dismiss folks from the conversation because they're like look at you you look a certain way and it's like they're not saying i'm more i'm more important than you or whatever i'm saying this is my struggle and my struggle is one that has dealt with the the society's uh fat phobia and it's, it's even gotten to me a person that you might be looking on the outside thinking i got it together and i don't
2: no i don't
1: you know so anyway she writes uh how is a thin person's concern that she might be perceived as fat more valid than fat people's concern about actual discrimination they face daily i just want to note right now i never said that Mm -mm. and taylor swift didn't say that so i think this is one of the reasons that um one of the reasons i'm not with some of the tactics and the things that they do in the body positivity movement is stuff like this because you're writing in with the scolding tone, assuming my politics, assuming that, uh, because I disagree with the way they handled the Taylor Swift thing, I somehow now am, am about to, you know, pr- propagate fat phobia on my platform or whatever. It's kind of, to me, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, but she goes on to say some stuff that I already know. Fat phobia is racist and classist. Ending it would solve not only a lot of problems for fat people, but also Taylor Swift's body image issues. It affects hiring and how much we are paid, how we are treated by the healthcare industry, how we are able to move through the world and so many other factors and eating disorders are deadly for further information. And then she names a bunch of books and and tweet, like just throwing a bunch of shit at me, honestly. Um, And uh, if you ever, if you have, and then the last line is especially uh, off putting to me is, If you've never dealt with discrimination because of your weight, congratulations. Uh, But don't fight the people who are working hard to end it. They are fighting for you. So the good news is I got this on like a Wednesday. And thank God we weren't recording. You know, or maybe I got on like a Thursday, like a Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. Because honest to God, this made me so fucking furious i probably would have just been cussing and and yelling and calling people names and shit and telling people to leave me the fuck alone and all that type of stuff um but i've had time to think about it i actually reached out to this person because i was surprised to see we're facebook friends and i was like this was hurtful and dismissive and it assumed a lot and it talked about stuff i didn't say and it makes me wonder if taylor swift is a trigger for this person if the, the, they're part of this movement of the, 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 the kind of mean girl movement that, that body positivity has become, which is one of the reasons I don't like it. I don't find it to be very educational. I find mm-hmm. it to be scoldy, mm-hmm. unwieldy, mean, uh, angsty, uh, harassing, controlling. And so I, I, I distance myself from that movement because I, I don't find it. I've, I've investigated a lot of these names that she brought up in the, in in here as like this is who you should read i i see these people on twitter and i don't like the way they move you know um it reminds me a lot of how uh folks will essentially um like without naming names I, there was this person that was scolding celebrities and then finally one of these cele- on twitter and starting people like movements against these celebrities and stuff and one of these celebrities actually like went out with this person and Talk to them and try to like you know oh educate me and shit, and you would think that person would be like oh, okay like cool, but it's like the power that went to their head and now all they do is just harass celebrities hoping for another bite at the apple right, and a lot of these movements feel like that to me where it's like I am a fat person I'm not saying that uh all fat people have to agree da da da, da. I, like it's not a monolithic experience and it's not a monolith. A situation where we all have to come to the same conclusions, and you need to be in lockstep. But I said a offhanded comment about something that I thought deeply about. So what I mean by that is Taylor Swift was expressing what people in the body positivity movement say is the truth, which is that just is not that 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 fat phobia isn't just a fucking uh thing that fat people experience it's a state of mind and societal systemic issue right and that it and that it affects all of us mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter what your body looks like you still can be a victim of that and of that societal uh influence not 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 saying you necessarily experience like she, taylor swift wasn't saying i sit down and then someone laughs at me for being fat she wasn't saying that she was saying this negative voice in my head is motivated by this and i think it's a moment of solidarity but when people assume the worst attention intentions many of them they do it for the clout they do it for the attention they assume the worst intentions on purpose so that they can be like we're gonna bring this person to heal and that's what it felt like they did to taylor swift was like we're gonna bring her to heal and we're gonna and and she of course like beyonce like lizzo being good people who did not intend to hurt anyone who actually want to be inclusive she took it out because she's a good person but these motherfuckers get off on finding the good people and shitting on them Mm kind of like elise did to me i'm a good person so the assumption is i'm supposed to back down and be like well you know what she says i'm not good enough i must need to go read these books recite these fucking points and be exactly in lockstep with what these people told me to think but that's not how life works you know and i'm not afraid of being like speaking for myself and having my own boundaries some of the stuff that that people say i agree with some of the shit i find ridiculous you know um some of the stuff i've seen for example i'll just bring up a couple of examples that, that that these i've seen some of the people on this list she named participate in by the way but when people get mad at lizzo for going on a juice cleanse she didn't say not a fucking word about anything but they are just as entitled to her body as the people that were mad she wore a thong to the fucking lakers game mm-hmm. that's still unhealthy this whole podcast We spend so much time talking about how unhealthy this celebrity culture shit is, you know? And so I find that to be, uh, reprehensible, Adele losing weight. They got mad at Adele cause she lost weight. She didn't say shit about anybody else, but her It's her body. You know, some of the stuff I've seen people say when someone goes, Hey, I went to my doctor and my doctor told me blank and they're like, fuck your doctor, get rid of them. They, they fat phobic you're not responsible for that person's health you don't know their vitals you don't know anything about them we're not those people's doctors but you'll let these motherfucking internet people tell you some shit because it's it feels positive but it's not necessarily positive because it's not informed it's that toxic positivity that i talk about that i don't like where it's like you need to get down with this or shut the fuck up and i'm like that's not really positive at all so that's another thing about it too i mean another uh, another i don't know a number but another thing um i've been fat in public doing this podcast for damn over a decade now i don't come on here and bitch about it or complain about it or swear to swear to awareness but i've seen what people say about my body mm-hmm. i've seen the comments on message boards and fucking internet trolls and shit like people are mean so how fucking dare you you know i've talked about uh playing basketball and the experience i've i've experienced as a fat person that was in shape my vitals were fine um my doctor was like my like my doctors would be kinda surprised, but the point being, like, my shit was coming back fine. It was uh before the pandemic, I you know, now I still got some work to do now. But before the pandemic, it was like, yo, my your everything's good. Everything's in a normal, acceptable range, you know, and I'm this fat dude that plays basketball five days a week and i've had people say wild shit to me i've had i've been had people judge me by my body and don't want to play basketball with me or don't want me on their team or assume they can just like fucking light my ass up and i delight in giving them the business love it it's the best but it's still a form of discrimination i've just decided not to be a victim to that shit as far as like oh my god i just give up life is so hard it's like okay i'm fat i'm comfortable with that i'm just gonna this is my life and i'm living it and fuck those people they don't have nothing they can't stop me from being myself but to see those to experience that shit and then have someone write in like "Uh, well uh congratulations if you've never experienced it nigga you don't know me and how who do you think you're talking to because i would never come at you like that we don't even come on this show and do that like that's it's so disrespectful and dismissive and now it's, and because of this like victim, like victim level of period shit, it's like, I can't say anything back. That's another reason I really like this movement cause it's, a lot of this shit is like, if I'm the worst victim, no one else can, can speak. And it's like, nigga, that's not how any of this works. You know, um the same thing happens with colorism a lot of times where people, people use their angst about colorism to then just be like i want to be mad at light-skinned women or light-skinned people It's normally women Mm -hmm. um i want to be mad at light-skinned women and it's like okay cool but some of them actually accept what you're saying and go i agree with you you're right i've had privilege my whole life and then people get mad that they brought up they had privilege and i'm like Mm -hmm. that can't be part of the equation Mm -mm. not if we're serious about educating the shit because then it just sounds like we're serious about getting some type of revenge or flipping the scales to where we get to pick on people that's stupid to me it's short-sighted and that's what it feels like when we come at like a taylor swift or we get mad that lizzo went on the juice cleanse to me that's that's not about bodily autonomy anymore it's about i'm telling you how you must feel and especially in the context of that video being about her insecurities insecurities aren't logical Mm-mm. insecurities aren't about other people your insecurity doesn't say that's that's why it's fucked up the inner voice in your head and i know everyone has one regardless of how you look and i'm not just talking about your body but in some area you have this well you don't you have imposter syndrome or you feel you're not good enough i was in fucking therapy talking about my body how fucking dare you man so just because i don't come on here and talk about it every day or perform for people or whatever it doesn't mean i'm not thinking about it i'm not reading about it i just came to a different fucking conclusion and i'm allowed to do that i as a as a fucking uh rule i come on here and don't really talk about my own body even in a negative way or a funny way not because i can't handle it but because i know people can't handle that shit and that and part of it is because this movement to me is so fucking toxic we don't even allow ourselves to have fun with this shit I should be able to come on here and be like oh man i was fucking my fat ass had this much food last night and just laugh it off because it's my body and it's my eating habits that i want to make that joke i'm not saying i'm a bad person and also fat is not a slur like we're not like that's another reason these a lot of these online movements i don't fuck with them they copy and paste from black movements but the point is they're not the same like fat isn't the n-word so if she wants to say fat was a thing on the scale i don't go oh my god fat because i don't just associate being fat with it has to be negative you know i'm like oh i see what she's saying in the way that society views it blah blah blah. it was that fucking simple to me and i know that this person that wrote in can understand that you refuse to understand that and then you get scolding right into me and this is honestly the tepid version of what the fuck i was gonna say because 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 like i said it's not the goal is not to just come on here and scold everybody and also the goal of our podcast not to be the most woke podcast and get all the talking points right because a lot of times to me the lesson i learned at 44 and i don't know how old this person is and maybe they'll have this experience they're assuming i'm gonna be the one to learn and i'm gonna change my mind on shit and i'm like maybe you'll learn because one of the lessons i learned is a lot of activism in these lanes is narcissism It's activism covering narcissism and a lot of the names that this person named i've seen them up in spaces where they had no fucking business being trying to take up all the energy and the number one thing they promoting is not their cause but their name selling that book we how many times we gotta go through this shit so i've created boundaries i've experienced it personally in my personal life i've created boundaries and i'm awarding off that shit I, I i block it the good thing is i've never talked to any noise about these folks on this show not once in my motherfucking life 2600 episodes so what happens when we talk shit about kevin samuels and his body shaming where where were you for that Where were you when, when we were talking about people need to leave lizzo to fuck alone where were you for that like like this like when I'm talking on the sports show about Zion Williamson and being like yo this fat phobia where were you for that at me for that shit don't write in and tell me you disappointed like that used to be a trigger for me cuz I wanted to be a good person and good come on be a good boy and so it used to bother me when people would be like i'm disappointed and i'd be like oh god i got to do whatever they say is they i don't want anyone to be disappointed in me especially a woman especially a black woman i would never want my sisters to be disappointed in me but at the end of the day i have to be me and i have to be real and i have to be honest and i don't have to, i don't want to pander on here other people might pander to you i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna just be honest because i'm good enough and that's what the fuck i learned <laughs> Uh, uh, that's what the fuck therapy helped me to get to is I'm good enough dog if, if it's something out there to get better to I'm getting better every day and maybe I'll get to that but as of right now I'm good or fuck enough I've thought about it and I don't agree and I'm allowed to and I and, and, and please please for the love of God don't write up here with shit we did not say that is a big thing for us we do too many podcasts and talk about too many things every week For y'all to take time out of my fucking life writing about shit i didn't say if i if i meant what that what you wrote i would have said it if i think it's okay for fat people to deal with uh (laughs) being discriminated at work i just fucking say it i'm not afraid i don't believe that i've said the opposite of that i'm it's crazy this is crazy to me so yeah it's it's and it's offensive and it's hurtful like it's it's hard to fuck enough being fat in the world and just not apologizing for it not having to feel bad about the shit not feeling like you owe somebody your body it's hard to fucking enough and just because i don't always express that don't mean i don't feel that but i don't want that to be part of my story as i move through the world as me trying to take over uh, some level of fat activism i don't even necessarily believe in because i don't i do think it goes too far i do think it hunts for problems many times and if i honest to god if 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 it's so bad to see the word fat in a taylor swift video you you need bigger problems like that's not to me that's not even a real fucking problem i like in addition to that's if she meant it the way you say where she's just this evil skinny person who's trying to pretend that fat issues are her problem now even if she meant it that way i would be like yeah i don't give a fuck every day i listen to some or some somebody or something saying something i don't agree with or being not quite where the level i would want them to be and you know what the fuck i do i move the fuck on period period i listen to all these podcasts and shit all this music i don't expect people to be fucking agreeing with everything that i say and vice versa but it's just the one thing we can control is how we talk to each other Mm. and the way you talk to me the way you wrote up here to me it feels like there's somebody else you're you're upset about there's something else you're you're mad about because i didn't say these things and that's and that's that's that on that
2: yeah yeah that's that on that and like roger said and and uh uh uh, what I'm kind of going to reiterate my yeah our biggest pet peeve y'all we actually talk we talk y'all hear hundreds some of y'all thousands of hours of the words that come out of our mouths (laughs) y'all know we're not stupid y'all know we're not dumb y'all know our thoughts are well thought out you don't have to agree with them we're not asking that and my thing is we don't mind you writing up here Disagreeing with us on things we said. And we can have a back and forth. We've had plenty of fans that have wrote everybody like, Rod, I don't agree with you. This is how I look at it. And Rod be like, well, this is how I look at it. And I be like, this is how I look at it. And you know, and it's cool. But like Roger says, don't write up here about shit we didn't say. And don't write up here about shit you've been arguing with people online all goddamn day. We are not those people.
1: And this is this for, for the record, this is the reason I don't like this movement. Because this is the movement. This is their tactic. You just did it to me. And this isn't even as mean as they can be. Mm-hmm. But this is the kind of meanness that is associated with a lot of these online movements. And I can understand the underlying point. And the sentiment but i don't like the execution and i often find that behind the execution are these people who are egomaniacal and narcissistic and there's been so many fucking people over the years over the last 10 or 12 years i've seen on social media who are constantly advocating for a cause and when you get down to it the cause is just them right that's just all it is they can masquerade behind every code name and every fucking word and every new lingo and at the end of the day the main thing i see is selling you're selling a product and the product is yourself that's it so i i just feel like it's 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 super wild to say you're a fan of the show You've heard all this other stuff we talked about over the years. You've heard me talk about my own body. You've heard me talk about uh celebrities and how people feel the ownership to their bodies. You've heard me talk about people's uh fat shaming and all this stuff and you cherry pick a few comments to be like, "Well, clearly you need some work. Like get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here." Like that's crazy to me. So, yeah, you know, like but you're entitled to your opinion to feel that way but like i said it just let's just keep it nice then because that wasn't nice
2: yeah and words mean things and like like that's my pet peeve we have a tendency now because of social media and things like that people forget that words mean things and tone matters you know online makes you make it sound like tone don't matter tone matters and and you come at people really it really does matter
1: i mean you're saying shit like they're fighting for you like i'm fighting against them like i've named their names and said i don't like this shit the only times i've really talked shit about this movement is when they fuck with people that really shouldn't be fucked with the end and i'm not and i'm not gonna regret that but i don't come on here and say no shit like oh well this nigga fat they shouldn't have did that or uh, you know uh <laughs> of course this nigga uh deserved to be fired he fat like i don't even do that shit i even bring up how when people don't like somebody like jason whitlock the first thing they talk about is that body you know that was another thing too like in my effort to like calm down i sent this to a couple of my friends you know people i trust people that would pull my code if they was like yeah people that listen to the show and it was like what the fuck is this person talking about you didn't do that I'm like, okay, cool, because it was bothering me that someone could even take that from what I said, because I didn't say that, and I'm a pretty fucking clear, concise communicator. I got yeah. a lot of hours under the belt.
2: Yeah, because your biggest thing is that you want to be understood.
1: Yeah, I, and I and I don't expect the world not to be fat phobic, and I also don't feel like fighting it every goddamn day. Yeah. If that's what they're gonna be, that's what they're gonna be. You know, some of my favorite people got issues with fat people; they can't help it. I hear it every fucking day. Yes, sir. You know, like it's like it's just it is what it is to that extent and i never applaud them or say oh yeah man that's a great point man being fat is the worst thing on the world and i love how you talk it makes me feel great listening you talk about that shit and i never come at them about it because at the end of the day they gotta get they gotta figure that shit out on their own Mm -hmm. if that's what that's i'm not writing in scolding them i'm not yelling at them because at the end of the day they gotta figure that shit out it's a complicated systemic issue it's worldwide it's not just some simple shit that's just gonna be easy to figure out like oh okay i get it now and the rules keep changing right and then you add in the individual moralization and the celebrity worship and all this shit it gets stupid so yeah good luck to that i wish those people success if they're really about that life Mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully they can find the balance and find the right things but no i don't have to think Shitting on some celebrity uh for you know (laughs) losing weight is is them fighting for me or when someone goes on twitter and says you know uh people that go to the gym that's fat phobia like that's crazy i'm not gonna i don't have to agree with that go the same way i don't have uh, anyway i don't have to agree i'm not on here trying to win a contest of the most extreme nigga on the left i'm I'm being honest and being my human self
2: that is not the
1: goal right like if somebody else somebody else can race to the top for that one and karen i brought up a great point um behind the paywall where she was like y'all only do this to women anyway right and that's another reason i don't fuck with these movements a lot of these movements are straight up uh misogynistic mm-hmm. masquerading as mm-hmm. as activism when it's like y'all only come for women Mm-mm. Somebody else say something something about somebody being fat. If it's a dude, I ain't got a goddamn thing to say cuz no. you know they don't care. Right. And you know they won't be feeling that pressure, which is what I think the movement is about. A lot of it is about making people feel that pressure and putting that power trip on them and being mm-hmm. like, "We we brought you to hell."
2: Right. And my thing is this. My and, and I will forever say this. What's going to happen when y'all run up on the wrong one? and they say i'm not changing shit kiss my ass you're gonna run up against one of them
1: yeah it's just somebody's gonna say man i don't feel like i'm a bad person and i thought about this and i'm sticking to what i said right because a lot of times they don't even want to hear you out they're just like do what we say and that's what i don't like about this thing it's not a conversation and i sleeping to all these books that got recommended which you know i wonder if this person read them because this feels like the list you see on reddit whenever somebody disagrees they just throw a list of books at people and shit um uh but as somebody that's followed these people read some of the stuff about these books um the thing i keep i keep wondering when it comes to to um when, when it comes to like this type of uh interaction is like so then what about the books i read what about the shit i believe because conflict is not abuse is the book that put me on to this tactic to where i see it now and i'm like i don't like that and i don't have to be a part of that that's that's what conflict is not like it taught me to see the the levers and the mechanisms behind a lot of this shit and that's exactly what i see when i look at this movement is how ridiculous this stuff can get so yeah you know i i i, I I didn't want to respond completely in kind and I didn't want to respond out of just anger and defensiveness. Mm-hmm. But I'm human. And right. if you write some shit like this in here, I'm gonna have a human response. I'm not gonna call you out your name. Right. I'm not gonna call you stupid or some shit like that. But you have to understand we're all human, we're all working through shit, and we don't have to agree on this stuff. You know? That's that's the rule. You can write in and disagree but write in and disagree with what was said not some shit that you felt because i didn't say nothing about people being discriminated at work i didn't say nothing about fat phobia isn't racist classes i didn't say fat phobia isn't real and doesn't exist i didn't say i've never experienced discrimination because of my body okay i've talked about those experiences on here you know i've talked about going to like family events and somebody saying some wild out-of-pocket shit to me i've cut people out of my life for this shit Mm -hmm how dare you man you could have asked instead of writing in the scolding and assuming you could have asked if you really a fan but you somehow missed all this shit, and you missed every conversation we've ever had about this fine you could have asked
2: yeah yeah because we're not uh, we're not uh, irrational and illogical people we're not yeah you know our fans particularly the people in the chat they understand that uh uh we're human and we have human responses and also in my opinion uh this is what happened and this is why me and roger has always fought against the uh 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 hatred of celebrities regardless of what they do and um because we know that we're not above that and when people strip you from your of your humanity this is the shit that they do
1: yeah it's it's the like i said it's it's wild how and like it's an illustration of the movement you can be down with a lot of the stuff in the movement the messaging destigmatizing uh word like people's bodies and not just like people keep it's always about like just a fat body part it's like everybody's body you know one of the things i do on here that a lot uh, uh it's one of the things i don't do on here that people probably never notice is i almost never talk about somebody's body like in a negative way never like even when it's somebody i fucking hate like when molly cyrus was you know uh, the, uh being half naked and, and all this shit and everybody was talking about how ugly her body was and i remember thinking like this black woman with that body mm-hmm. not everybody got you know the bbl or whatever the fuck not every black woman got some ass or whatever no. so while i'm shitting on her for how dare she have her body like this there's somebody in our audience going but my body looks like that
2: yep, i look exactly like that
1: and so that's the kind of thoughts that i have that i don't i don't come on the air and perform them and and write a a essay but i i do it i work it i practice it so you know if i'm not far enough for somebody that's fine because i'm i i still believe i earnestly within myself and so if i'm not good enough for where somebody feels i need to be that's fine but just you can save the, the the projection Because this is what I don't like about the movement, the projecting onto me, the projecting on the Taylor Swift, the projecting on the Lizzo, the projecting on the Adele. If you truly are what you claim to be, happy with your body, positive about your body, you'll stop looking at everybody else. Straight up. If you love yourself or you're working on loving yourself, you really don't have the fucking energy to expend trying to police the whole fucking world you don't it takes a lot of work and love to love yourself it takes a lot of intention Ooh, yes
2: it does to love
1: yourself the whole world is telling you not to love yourself and the fight is not going to come from some external source you're never going to get self-esteem from dragging somebody else down or them believing in you like it's it's that like 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 I said, it's just parts of the movement I don't even care about. Like the desirability stuff of like we need to put fat people on billboards. I'm like, for what though? Is it gonna actually improve my life? Cause if not, then it just it's like diversity in the room that's just brown people doing white people shit. Where it's like, what's the actual tangible thing for me? You know, like what is the goal for me? You know, the people that do the uh if you won't date a fat person then you da da, da. I, I don't actually if you don't want to date me i don't want to date you what the fuck the end i don't want no pity or entitlement dating <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's that kind of thing like i i don't necessarily find power in the way you find power and that should be okay i don't sit on here and shit on it but it's okay for me to say my experience is different than yours so anyway all right let's move on sorry uh the poll does wayne brady deserve his own airport yes or no
2: Yes. I say, yeah, my vote is yes. I would love to go to the Wayne Brady Airport on,
1: uh, Obama Boulevard. 52% of people agree with Karen. 48% of people say no. I was kind of interested to see so many people say no. Meanwhile, the people with money on Spotify, 57% say yes and 43% say no. So they probably see more of his work because they can afford it. Uh, we ah. did get some, we did get some comments on the youtube uh episode uh wayne brady airport um saf amine or anime i meant says y'all are horrible in a good and funny way going in on me regarding L- Laris's foot fetish i just want to clarify that what i saw as obvious was him getting turned on by the feet not him whipping it out and going to town that part was a surprise i should have clarified <laughs> i could barely watch it because i find feet disgusting nice recap episode Wow. <laughs> you fight so you foot shaming now okay
0: <laughs> that's the problem with our
1: society is we think a certain type of foot is attractive we try saying to put on socks if it was yeah if it was taylor swift feet i bet you <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> uh Cynthia sponge says lol i always refer to the non-celsius degrees as the oven degrees because you, ah, encou- you only ever you only ever encounter those when cooking so i guess they must not be from the u.s but it is interesting if ovens in other countries are in fahrenheit not celsius i think i rest my case uh, oh, so they, oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so y'all use Celsius for the weather, but Fahrenheit when it really matters, cause you don't wanna fuck up some potatoes. I think, I think we see which one is winning.
2: At negative three
1: Celsius? Yeah, you ain't never,
2: <laughs> you ain't never
1: heated up the oven to 10 Celsius, then leave me alone. Uh, White Label American Podcast says, hey K-Rod, I was at the Afros and Audios podcast festival all weekend in Philly, and guess who greeted me immediately when she saw me? professor lisa wolford she was full of full of life and love awesome Aww. woman in person i didn't even need to introduce myself the Black to his nation is awesome thank you oh that's sweet appreciate you fam and of course uh um the poll i mean the q a on spotify caution this episode contains spoilers because that person was like this is a spoiler uh renee says spoiler i hardly know her Lee says yes we know Right, right that's i mean it's feedback what do you think people are gonna say Raphael says karen said wayne brady deserves an airport that's a fact baked in science by science backed by science y'all immediately send me your gold diamonds and dollars ah! let's, let's get this built immediately before you do that vote blue uh rachel says i mean why not give wayne an airport Worst people have gotten one
2: right i
1: mean come on replace ronald reagan airport oh heavens kevin says i was so close to actually googling wayne brady airport because karen said it with so much confidence and i live in california
2: <laughs> i knew it had knew that airport had wayne in it somewhere.
1: but yeah they racist as fuck over here in orange county aka maga county Ignacio says, I'm glad you both decided not to allow these folks to spoil ep- the episodes. Hell, I don't even watch the preview for the next episode. I like to be surprised. I watch, hit that, ooh shit, it's real. Uh, and Duck says, spoil away. Yeah, Ignacio, I think, misunderstood the sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> uh next episode, 2622. No bitching necessary. We had 15 comments, but most of them are just me and sean going back and forth and i think we cleared that up so i won't read those um sean says real quick about the COVID rat killing experiment basically they were testing whether the spike proteins had an effect on the mortality and morbidity because its effect to in, beyond this effect to increase how contagious it is basically the spike protein is the virus's lockpick in most cases the type of lock pick a murderer uses may affect whether they can enter the house but will not affect how effective their weapon is uh however if the lockpick of choice were plastic explosive it may just change the equation they found that the different spike proteins were both lockpicks and did not have a significant impact or mortality or morbidity is it imp- it is important research but was reported in a way that made it sound fucked up all right i'm not sure i followed but me either please don't and write and in and explain and anymore that was, that was that was enough apia says confusing what the heck i'm here to comment and there are already five comments on the side how I they be... beat you F-E-R, come on <laughs> I you know be... you're
2: number one i'm rooting for you
1: I have to be quick, I guess. We had a huge spike in COVID here. That spike seems to be going down again. Let's hope it keeps going down. To my surprise, I didn't get it for the second time so far, and I was able to make an appointment for the Omicron booster in ten days. I would say I'm in a rather high danger of getting COVID as I go to physicians to talk to them about heart diseases and what to do about them, and meet tons of COVID positive people on my way. And I have smaller kids. The good thing you can only go into doctors' offices and hospitals wearing the good mask. It's a law here was also interesting as many physicians i know haven't had COVID yet and if they had it if they had it they got it in private so surprise the mask work yeah they do absolute they uh-huh i'm
2: sorry i said yeah they do they work
1: i absolutely can tell you that i'm not comfortable commenting on kanye being awful to black people remember the discussion about will smith on the katg forums for example people got into trouble for saying that violence is not great or whatever uh great ever uh were they were told that they don't know about the struggle and so on yeah i I remember that i forget the mermaid or something was her name but there was a black woman on the forums that was saying anybody who thought will smith went too far and that he wasn't necessarily acting out of uh protecting his wife but out of ego she was basically like if you're not a black woman you can't understand and and it was like shit i said it at the time that's another one of these movements online that became about being mean and ostracizing people and they went and started digging up any celebrity who was affected by being in the room remember that they started looking up their personal lives
2: his friends and people couldn't they was like this you you like what does this got to do with anything yeah and
1: that that was another one of those movements that i felt was out of fucking pocket and was not about what happened at all right like these things don't even relate and especially for these niggas to be the most sensitive people on the fucking planet Mm -hmm. who weren't in the room can't experience a movie with fictionalized trauma but for people human beings that were in the room and saw real life violence from people that they love and respect those people were supposed to say nothing right they were supposed to get down and lay down or say you know what he deserved to be slapping i agree with it those are the only things they were going to be allowed to say or else y'all were going to come with them for the fury of god that's ridiculous Mm -hmm like that's crazy like there's a there's a warped mentality online that happens when it's just everybody big up in the next person and it's like being hyperbolic and you end up in a place where uh wanda seitz can't say her friend and mentor shouldn't have been slapped and it was traumatic to see him get slapped right you end up in a place like that that is crazy to me and it's one. i'm glad i don't be part of that shit like and i don't feel bad or like i need some education need to read a book that, that shit was wrong the end um but yeah i always but but so anyway so yes when Kanye was talking about black people and slavery there was a shit ton of white people that was like i'm not gonna say nothing right because they didn't want to get fried Mm -mm. and people i saw people frying white people for saying shit Mm -hmm. anyway i always thought that kanye could only say this shit because he was a famous rich black man all three attributes are the key here he is used to being called a genius and has only yes men around him i suppose people want a piece of his fame and money and they want him to be their black friend who says their racist behavior is okay
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah all that stuff i I really feel more upset about the people that use him than the than the shit he says to be honest because i know he's out of his mind basically but um the people that put him on platforms the people that like pay him money to be affiliated with his brand those are the people that i feel the most anger towards because they enabled him and they know they were wrong and they were and and like some people were saying like see how them jewish people did well he's talked about the jew stuff all the contracts went away it's like well black people don't really own the shit right if black like if he was actually in a situation where black people owned the means to production of those things and they weren't just like a part of the cogs maybe that shit does get taken down maybe there are some people that won't fuck with them you know but uh, yeah you see a lot of people doing a lot of work for kanye defending him under the auspices of blackness and Mm -hmm.
0: uh
1: until until now i think a lot of white people felt they should shut the fuck up and even now by the way you still see some people making excuses or defending him in ways that i think are ridiculous and i with a lot of those being other black men by the way because those are the gatekeepers of those industries in some places and they just now even started to say it's too much they were fine with his anti-black shit but once he went anti-semitic some of them are saying it's too much yep and some of them like Kyrie, are are joining in uh anyway Yatunde says oh my gosh that judge the only thing I kept thinking was Ava from Abbott Elementary as a judge is so wild in real life <laughs> <laughs> Abby says I thought the same Ernest says Almond ain't got no titties Rick Ross uh, MD Aria says something I've been seeing on the internet that I sort of agree with that folks have been saying besides what y'all already said about Kanye and white folks feeling it's not their lane to speak up about anti-blackness we collectively we as black people never really said yeah we're done with him and there are very few black men that we say we are done with uh kanye said slavery was a choice and folks had him on flew away flew all the way out to wyoming just to hang with him went to his church service we're foaming at the mouth for his don DeLonge. they were foaming at the mouth for his don DeLonge party during the pandemic
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um and and one of the things i f- that's so odd about it too is there was this period where i shouldn't even say odd. Uh, it's i guess it's odd it it was the opposite of what you think would happen like he said slavery was a choice and there were certain people that i think in the goodness of their hearts let's not just assume they all were tripping but some of them thought like now's the time to bring him in to show him love to console him he's acting out and and i i think that's a good impulse to have but all it ends up looking like is a room full of yes people because you have the obviously the clout chases and stuff that are just there to be in the picture because he's getting all the attention you had the people that are supposed to be his friends that think they can talk him out of it like uh john legend and pharrell were trying to do or stuff but at the end of the day man you can't talk somebody that's an adult with their money and access and fame like him out of anything he don't want to do so but yeah I, I think a lot of it was people in a good way thinking let's gather our arms up around him as a community Because he just needs to be brought in and helped. And unfortunately, that didn't work. Many of the folks who are like, wow, white folks got him out of the paint for anti Semitism, but didn't for anti Blackness. Meanwhile, y'all had this man on Howard Homecoming with a MAGA hat on. Right. I know folks want to say we don't have the power to cancel somebody but i truly believe that black folks especially black industry folks say decide yeah i'm not going to have them on the music festival i run not going to invite them to howard homecoming not going to invite them to outlets we have a say on what's acceptable I'm i think maybe folks outside the culture would have maybe seen the shit and follow suit oh i agree like everyone who's acting like we were powerless and that we as black people played no role i i disagree with them we did we absolutely did it it's see the problem with anti-blackness is that it is so it is the backbone of america Mm -hmm. and it is so strong we all speak it yeah we do we all have some of it in us and because of that we as black folks too can't really draw the line with somebody we like going into that arena like if it's somebody we don't like, for the most part, we can just be like, fuck them. They gotta go get their money from white people. You know, like a Candace Owens gets her money from white people. Um, Fuck, what was, uh Stacey Dash, you know, uh, CJ Pearson. Like those people get their money from white people because we don't platform those people.
0: Mm-mm.
1: But when it's somebody we like, it's so fucking difficult for us. You know, Bill Cosby made a a, a a third or fourth act of his career just being the guy that tells people black people fucked up mm-hmm. you know the black community we got so much love for president obama but in 20 2008 you know i remember when he uh it was 2007 or 8 i remember he gave a speech to a graduating class of hbcu uh students and he was scolding them and he's talking about the things wrong with black people that's just how strong anti-blackness is that that, that even those of us who love us have some level of it or if we don't have some level of it we echo some of the messages even though we don't believe it in the way that an anti-black person believes it so like you know if your dad tells you like boy pull your pants up or you go out the house he'd be telling you pull your pants off if you was white he don't give a fuck but at the end of the day that's a thing that white people use to excuse treating mistreating us so it's just how strong it is how ubiquitous it is and so i think that's what happens is um a black person that we like start saying anti-black shit and we go well maybe they mean it out of love maybe they just don't understand what they're saying like we go through everything except you gotta go anti-semitism they don't play that like with anti-semitism you literally had uh a holocaust they they don't they not even letting you start this shit in the media they know what's up
2: their motto is never forget.
1: Right. They know what's up. Um, and even now with him finally getting to some level of deplatforming and cancellation, we're seeing folks talk about we have to defend. yay Why? I know. Yeah. I've seen Dez Bryant. Uh, Kyrie Irving tweeted out, uh, a link to a movie based off of a book saying black people were the real Jews. And he did that like yesterday or some shit. Like, the, like, yeah. Yeah. Like this when when i say that like we quote unquote we not all of us we comma uh we, you know what I'm saying like we in parentheses are responsible for some of it that's what i mean is like we can't come to like there's a uniformity amongst jewish people that's like no right we just didn't have it and i don't know that we'll ever have it in america and that's just kind of how it is i i don't i'm not i'm not knocking us for it i just think no, it's true
2: no the only time we had it is when there was no choice cuz guess what yeah. rich nigga poor nigga broke nigga uh uh any type of nigga the, the law said no we was right. unified then because there was not no choices but once we got choices and people started having money and and separating themselves and leaving the community and and things like that that's when all this separation happened yeah it was unified when they was like no nigga use a nigga we don't give a fuck what you say yeah no
1: yeah we have a choice uh so um yeah unless you're trying to get him medicated some help nothing else will be beneficial i agree him says kanye i just hope he can truly get the help he needs and do so in private i agree with rod that should he be in the space to receive whatever it is he needs he's going to look back at these years without without help in the horror uh if not deep remorse and regret uh he will be a spokesperson for the importance of being actively engaged with and addressing mental health challenges if he survives his own mania I will gladly welcome him to therapy with the rest of the cisgender black men like me. Yeah, I mean, and and, and that is to say, because I think this gets lost in it because once again, people project and feel their way about shit. I'm not saying the dude is like some great dude or something even when he's medicated and stuff. I'm just saying you, you have to be in an extreme amount of denial to look at his behavior now and him openly saying how he's not been medicated for uh, God, how many years has it been it's since? Been a hot minute. I want to say last time we knew he was on his meds was like at some period between my dark twisted fantasy and life of Pablo. I want to say after life of Pablo, maybe after life of Pablo, he might have had to go to rehab or something. But there was like this long period of time where he's like, "I love being bipolar. It's fucking awesome." Da da da, or something like where you're like, "Oh, he's just not on his meds." and i just think the behavior since then the behavior once he ran up in tmz has been so disconnected from his his own point of view before that it's just hard to not see it as a a a mesh of two things where maybe he always believed this anti-blackness and he was hiding it better than anybody on earth before or or maybe this coincided with some type of psychotic break and then also um even if you just think he's really been a bigot and a horrible person this whole time well then the thing that was keeping him from saying that shit was probably the 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 common sense that comes with taking your meds that's like i better not say that i mean if that's what you believe you're entitled to believe anything you want but it just to me that's how i view it uh now that's out the way judge pinky judge pinky don't you all see she that see what she did she is auditioning in real life to play the sister ava coleman on abbott elementary Ah! i mean couldn't y'all see her as ava's sister i could pinky show pinky listen janelle need to try out for that that pinkies uh if they do a a story on her a movie or tv series about judge pinky they gotta give they gotta give janelle a shot Come on. Pinky show has already got scripts <clears throat> and transcripts ready to go. It could be shot cinematically like Abbott, the faux documentary, and be the spinoff we need. Give her a show already. I actually listened to this segment multiple times cause it just read so goddamn good. Thank you. Oh thank you. Thank you. We thought we did a good job too. Everybody but Sean thought we did a good job. Lakita says, I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> that judge pissed me off. He was really fucking people uh, she was really fucking people over at her whim the fuck maybe i'd like a show she's only presiding over pet disputes or something but maybe not even then i hear you lakita and i think that's a reasonable response we covered a lot of that stuff with humor because you know Mm -hmm. definitely would have brought down the show i think but um yeah there was some stuff in there i found to be egregious the debtor's prison shit the you know the, the fact that all this was ostensibly done because she just didn't believe in the covid restrictions which
2: I, how? Yeah. How? The rest of the building empty You the only one in there with your light on?
1: Yeah, I find, I mean, it was very irresponsible in my opinion. You know, I, I, uh, it's, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I hear you. Uh, the poll was, would you watch Judge Pinky show? Yes or no? I would. 42% said yes. 58% said no. Which makes me wonder, would they watch Steve Harvey Judge show? Cause I did and it was great.
2: It was greatness. Uh, huh.
1: <laughs> The comment on the episode, on, uh, YouTube was just, uh, y'all won though, two laughing emojis. And then on, um, Spotify, uh, the poll was 63% yes, would watch 38% no. Now imagine it's cause these people have all the streaming channels. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for them to watch. And then the people on our website, it's probably harder for them cause they don't have all those yeah, streaming They
2: channels. got, they got to pick and choose. They can't have all the right. channels. They like
1: which one it's going to be on you know what i'm saying i don't got the amc plus uh y'all know we got that international first class flight money over here uh that was the comment uh rachel says look we reuse clean aluminum foil in this house just to be balling balling on the spot uh lee says who is y'all Uh, y'all know y'all got it y'all spotify people got it don't try to act like y'all don't Don't, got it don't
2: y'all don't try to act here you go
1: here y'all go Mm -hmm. rich people love to pretend to be like the rest of us right as far as just like
2: us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't believe you
1: as far as judge pinky dresses in the way that made me switch from spotify to youtube i'll watch always support black women as for as for first class let's respect my privacy okay just keep the drinks coming says (laughs) raphael Ernest it says it's the only safe way to travel <laughs> that's a good callback. <laughs> reggie says upgraded to business class on my last flight on my vacation on american airlines it was in the same section as that first class but for less it's nice but i won't be paying the five often though june says lol nope just holding on over here i feel like june got secret money i'm not gonna i ain't gonna blow your spot up june. <laughs> all right i ain't gonna blow your spot up uh olivia says yeah baby and uh, dollar sign tonguey out emoji dollar bag money bag emoji bunch of dollars a bunch of bunch of money emojis quietly slinks away from the back to the back row of the economy class section You <laughs> <laughs> she just described instagram in a heartbeat in a you in know in, in one in one sentence that's instagram uh roger says where the money resides where the money resides <laughs> all right let's go to the next one which is the new mlk boulevard got seven comments all here uh sean says i'm sorry that some of my comments over the last couple weeks including those in relation to judge pinky have caused you distress. i'm not intentionally trying to incite you or and will increase my efforts to ensure my confidence are informed and appropriate going forward however i cannot stop being weird as that is against my religion you know what i respect that
2: i respect that too
1: i'm weird i get it it's hard for me also not going to defend the daycare workers it's a hard job i've done it myself and scaring kids is straight staring kids straight is never effective nor ethical fuck those daycare workers and don't let them su- uh don't let them sully judge Pinky's show <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right i guess uh he was he was okay with us uh on that one all right tommy d says you might be onto something when it comes to obama taking over the mlk naming rights the barack obama academy of international studies also known as pittsburgh obama 6-12 through 12, was opened in 2009 they didn't waste any time naming a school after him and he got the school before the nobel peace prize that's wild
2: that day was like we
1: own it that's when i knew we was gonna fuck obama uh presidency up was when he got that nobel peace prize and he hadn't done shit yet i said these niggas are patting themselves on the back for having a black president like like y'all just like guys we did it this really this is really a peace prize for all of us yes we were not racist enough to elect a black man (laughs)
2: like what racism (laughs) is over we get the peace prize
1: yeah logan says uh logan ch says i think some t- some of the difference in response to kanye is also the severity of what he says about black versus people versus the jews the anti-black stuff he said as far as i know especially since learning this show tmz left out the anti-jew stuff has been kind of stuff you can get away with moving the blame of our oppression on ourselves Though the slavery as a choice might be limited to coming from a black person, most of the mainstream races who don't mostly have their own platform still pull away from directly naming and aiming at Jewish or black people. They'll go something like globalist or woke or advocate for America's first and black people needing to fix our culture instead of complaining han Gay shot straight past that with death slash defcon shit no plausible deniability or i'm just saying combined with the ability of mostly everyone to be on the right side of reacting to that by cutting ties and renouncing him like you said before that's a great point logan definitely um yeah that's a great point it definitely also does change the severity although i will say like some of his more harsher anti-black stuff it if if he had said that about anybody but black people where where it hasn't been normalized in our society i really think it would have taken him down too you know but it's just black anti-blackness is so normalized it's
2: particularly in this country it's so
1: wild man it's so wild um apia says i agree with everything you said about madonna she was a prisoner for a non-apologetic female sexuality i mean pioneer i said prisoner i meant pioneer uh but also when i was younger she and she was 45 i thought she was the coolest now i feel a bit sad when i see her and how much she has done to her face and body i know it's her right and i know if she aged naturally people would also say shit
2: right she aged
1: how dare she still i hope when how i'm 64 she, i'll right. be more comfortable with my appearance not to try so hard getting older is still a privilege a neighbor friend of mine is just in the hospital and i think she will die very soon from two serious diseases and she is 55 i bet she would love to be 64 i wonder what will happen to kanye in a year will he be better what do you think he did so many awful things in the last months of a different kind um first of all sorry to hear about your friend Mm -hmm. and um that's very sad um and yeah man women aren't allowed to age in our society it's a very misogynistic society Mm -hmm. we shit on old people it's one of the reasons i kind of find that i I get what they're trying to say but i kind of find the negativity around older people being in politics to be distasteful a bit yep because the uh assumption is that they kind of just need to go away and die
2: right like <laughs> like, like just don't exist you be like but if you live long enough you get here too and you wouldn't want nobody just tossing your ass to the side
1: yeah like i kind of understand that it's a complicated thing because to me the bigger issue people probably have is that and they're just not expressing it the right way but it's that the people have been doing the job so long which is a different argument to me it's, right. the, it's like yes that's we different. need term limits which i agree with but the idea of like somebody who's i don't know at, over the age of 60 cannot and should not be able to contribute to the political discussion and and all that stuff that's crazy to me we right. we vote to elect people and a lot of times it's the knowledge you gain from seeing shit mm-hmm. that that helps you know what i mean i, I vote for any old democrat over marjorie taylor green come on you know so to me it's about the your platform and stuff but but yeah you just you made me think of, i know that's not what you brought up but you made me think about just how much we're like okay, yes, you were a sex symbol. Now, go away and die, bitch. And it's like, well, nah. And maybe, you know, she's chasing shit with the BBL and the face surgery and stuff, but I just feel like that's all societal shit that we give people head trips about, and now they go get the surgeries that, you know, end up, you know, almost doing the opposite of what they was designed to do. But it's just showing, it's like a physical manifestation of how much uh per example wow what a great full circle moment taylor swift looking at the scale it's that it's that and, and we see it every day the results of that but at the same time we go you can't talk about that but it's like no that's this is the results of, of that level of like outside voices damning you for just being fucking human mm-hmm just having the body you have there's always somebody saying i don't fuck with that that's not right
2: whatever that body type is yeah
1: even the mainstream women that we go yes you know scarlett johansson and shit it's always somebody out there just going i'm not hiring her she's 41 now no more jobs for you you want to play somebody grandmama because that's all we got left because ain't no sexy 40 year old women and i should know i'm a producer and i only fuck 18 year olds you know what i mean like it's like it's that type of thing that they're dealing with and because it's not as quote unquote bad as what someone else is dealing with we kind of relegate these people to to no real support and no advocacy and they're not allowed to really talk about it Mm -hmm. without us all shitting on them and then we look up one day and they got the fucking cat face surgery and we're like what why did she do that you know right MDR says, I know we aren't supposed to judge apologies, and trust me, I try not to, but I felt like, no, you can judge an apology. I just think people judge them harshly. I, I, I think everybody judges uh, apologies. <laughs> it's kind of what an apology is. Is out there, it's gonna get judged. I ain't knocking y'all for that. Mm-mm. I just, I might not always agree, but I, I'm not knocking y'all. But I feel like, I felt like the apology from the daycare worker was lacking. It seemed to me, and maybe I need to watch the whole eight minutes. I love how you did watch the whole eight minutes, but yes. I but the clip you shared they were saying because they can't beat the kids or punish them they decide to scare them instead for two-year-olds as the kids say be fucking for real (laughs) and to be fucking for real is towards the daycare work teachers for being clearly wild as hell for that should they be charged criminally that i don't know maybe someone can ask for restorative justice they can host a public forum with the two-year-olds and see what punishment they want them to receive yeah i i don't know that we let the 2 year two y'all wow
2: ain't no ain't no ain't no telling right. i think they should be eaten by a unicorn okay bobby you don't <laughs> get a choice sir right put, put your hands down right there will be no burning of the
1: dragons right. there are no unicorns i think they should have to go woods, and they should have to they should have to play with a bear and they should have to they should have to eat some peanut butter with the bear you like Okay. We whose no, idea was this? No. Whose idea was this? <laughs> no. Um
2: We we I'm I'm sorry. We, we you you don't actually get a safe. The so. daycare workers
1: just gonna be in there like, just give me six months in prison, please. I, any prison, I don't care.
2: I think the Santa should give them cold for the rest of their life. <laughs> right.
1: You you don't get a choice. You know baby. what? You know what, little Bobby? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for for your thoughts.
2: <laughs> Thank you for your input. noted it, note it. we'll be sure to tell Santa.
1: And they probably gonna be in there like, You stink and you fat and you ugly. <laughs> And you gonna be like, damn! No one of these bitches put on some mask. <laughs> 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 I wish I had a screen mask, for you little bad motherfuckers.
2: He's like I would put a mask on too then. <laughs> <laughs> but you keep you stop talking that shit now. Okay. <laughs> Look at it, boogie it. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hell or break loose I do all over again.
1: I think that's what the teachers fucked Order up. All in
2: the court, all in the court. It'll be a hot mess.
1: That's what the teachers always fuck up, man. You gotta, you gotta film the kids. Don't let them film you. You film the kids first, and you put the shit out of them, just acting bad. And be like, look at these little motherfuckers. Like, don't, don't react. See, they drive you crazy when you think you need to react. That's how they get you. I remember reading an article once. uh, uh No, it was, it was back in the days of This Week in Blackness with Elon James White and they read an article of, about like a school resource officer or a teacher or somebody that like they like handcuffed a kid or something mm-hmm. and i remember thinking like oh no they handcuffed the kid that's terrible but then as you read the article you find out like the kid broke the person's leg somehow <sighs> And I remember oh. call- I, and they were of course, you know that everybody it's a very liberal show, and everybody the audience is very liberal, and I used to call in and kind of be like comic relief kinda and, uh, so everybody was like, "Oh, this is terrible, you gotta talk to the kid, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and I just remember calling in and being like, "Hey, man, that kid broke that dude's fucking leg <laughs> like." <laughs> i don't know maybe they need to be handcuffed to some cops so somebody can come like that, like y'all asking for a lot right now i understand if it was just like the kid was talking back he didn't beat this the kid little up. nigga he was like i'm a handcuff you so you can't break the other one yeah i'm like i want to see the video because if this little nigga whooped that officer's ass or that teacher's ass and then the teacher was like oh, the teacher was like oh, i can't handle this i'm calling the cops i get it <laughs> i need to see like this like 99 percent of the time i'm on y'all's side this the one time i actually need to see what happened <laughs> how strong is this little fucking kid <laughs> how much can the kid bench press yeah like this kid whoop this kid was in there probably whooping this what that kid nick fury signed that kid up <laughs> After, <laughs> i need to see the, the proof <laughs> anyway it was funny um but yeah uh him deal says sword ratcheting is shame karen shame all these episodes and you've been listening to rod almost daily proselytizing and preaching about (laughs) these unregulated swords out here it truly is a dangerous world and the ebay sword pimps is waiting and ready to serve up all your legal yes legal slicing knees wake up yep i be listening for gunfire but i also got my ears open for that unmistakable unsheathing sword sound ain't gonna catch me slipping thank you rod
2: thank you be on top of it i don't blame you
1: you welcome him deal um the poll will obama become the new mlk streets in the hood yes or no yes 71 percent of people agree with you 28 don't 29 don't uh 29 don't um interesting and on spotify the poll 70 it's almost identical 76 and 24 so most people believe that's gonna happen i think it's gonna happen and i blame anti-blackness i really do i really do i'm not joking i really think it's only anti-blackness that can explain you thinking that naming shit after people black people respect will lead to less violence in the neighborhood but not funding the schools not uh community policing uh not uh <laughs> inner violence intervention you know what i'm saying <laughs> not like changing the economic resources for the community with better internet and shit like nah 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 name the street obama you're like what's that gonna do i, I don't know but you know just like uh, y'all it's named after obama now so stop killing each other well, what about some affordable housing you know the rent market is killing us and we don't own okay. yeah, yeah we can't do that but here's what we're gonna do we gonna have Obama Circle and Obama Street. So and, now you got and Obama two Lane. Old, now, see, ain't nobody getting shot over there now. Y'all gonna be so confused to find which street you gonna be I on. I know
2: we don't. You don't know if you're gonna be on the Avenue or Parkway. Right.
1: Like that's how they gonna stop the violence. They name everything after Obama. And nobody gonna be able to find each other to kill them.
2: Right. A like it's on Obama rosa
1: in right. this in this town, nigga. I'm outside. Y'all want to come find me? Y'all know what's up, man. Shit, I, all my enemies ride up on me, man. I'm up on Obama Lane. They be like, all right, now how I get there? Okay, you gonna take Obama Avenue ah, to, to Obama. Obama Circle.
2: Take a left yeah. on Obama Parkway.
1: Now, now look, you get to Obama Road, you went too far. Okay, you <laughs> so you gonna have to turn around. <laughs> damn you get to obama cul-de-sac now see that's a dead end
2: that's yeah uh anyway you gotta make a u-turn
1: uh the comments that we got on youtube let me see if we got any three uh d ramsey dunn says dj rod taking us back to uh, high school five stars oh because a little bit of the music made it into the uh (laughs) the video but it's just a little bit uh white label american podcast says this is why i walk quickly anytime i was by a sword selling vendor during the recent new york comic con smart did not even try to admire anything on the stand i'm out keep up the great work and my mom says awesome show dear brother and dear sister thanks mom thank you um let's see the poll i did that the comments we got four comments collect your own money play up mm-hmm i'm not your b-i-t-c-h run tell that Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm how you like them apples suckers was the comment comment sir that's what she said judge pinky she would be great <laughs> ah! Cre- creasy says uh when the judge pinky show come on rod writing that script for hbo come on let's do it <laughs> lee says and fuck them badass kids <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> she team daycare over here <laughs> team daycare <laughs> I, all day Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. i, I ain't know <laughs> damn i ain't know it was like that um roger says yes this is my hometown and yes mlk boulevard and obama highway intersect wow Ah! but before it was obama highway it was dixie highway you know what i'll accept that because there's no way they named dixie highway in the hood well actually dixie highway in the hood might make niggas act right in a different type of way
2: ain't that the truth
1: (laughs) now i think about it maybe that's been the problem all along <laughs> they've been naming out the black icons but if they would have been naming them shits in the hood at the motherfucking white slave owners and shit we might have been like oh don't go down dixie and shoot nobody they they tripping over there don't go down dixie uh we got a neighborhood uh, that we call dixie like uh mm-hmm. up the street from here so and i remember my brother one time <laughs> no, was uh when he was younger he just i think i had my license he didn't have his. So he wanted me to drive him to meet some girls that he was uh him and his friend were interested in so i drove him and his friend they didn't tell me exact neighborhood and uh yeah as we started getting closer i was like is this in dixie are these white girls nigga we're about to get lynched like what is this I'm like the, I'm not the fucking what is this it's like confederate flag confederate flag <laughs> gun stole like where are you taking me right uh sean uh myra plans to says sean must be new here just relax and enjoy the show sir i don't even know who sean is oh yeah sean because he wrote that yeah i don't know what Sean's was doing but you know what he say he weird i'm weird it happens yeah, everybody's weird most of his comments be good we all mm-hmm. gotta learn the rules it's gonna be all right yes I got faith in you, Sean. We believe in you. You've been a good commenter, except for like two comments, but you always leave comments, and they're always good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work out. We got thirteen fucking comments on the next episode.
2: <clears throat> Ooh, y'all have a lot to say.
1: Uh, let's see. Apia says, "I think the Kanye. It was the Winterfest was the name of this episode." i think kanye's stuff very complicated i think in my opinion he is mentally ill and also racist and other bad things not everyone who is bipolar turns to racism you know in fact in fact most don't we also don't like it when criminals claim they're mentally ill and that was their reason for violence uh not liking something don't make it not true i was thinking about this and i i'm, I'm listen i understand how people feel and i know a lot of it's because of societal stigmas but i'm releasing that i don't i don't care that's not for me y'all that's so we can have black and white discussions and that's not what we come to the blackout test for anyway it's interesting because if someone has a schizophrenic episode and murders their own mom we immediately are like that's mental illness we don't go nah he just must have secretly always been a mom murdering motherfucker and he just this is what he do we're like no that's clearly untreated mental illness That so it's there are things that we say are not normal there's violence that people participate in we're like yes that's mental illness yeah that's not normal. that being said <clears throat> not everybody who is racist burns their whole fucking life up on in public for no fucking reason either right. so like it everything that we say one way can go the other way is all i'm saying once again everyone's entitled to believe what they believe I, I know what i believe and i just think it's some gray mishmash of
2: it could be it could be both
1: he's got these issues and also it's exacerbated by mental health issues Mm -hmm. untreated mental health issues let's be frank because a lot of times when we say so i know people that have this issue and they don't think it's like because they they they're on their meds they're doing the right things so no you wouldn't know whatever and their biggest nightmare is that they lose control and they really don't be having control and our society is not prepared to admit that we're just like that's just what they believe now like okay all right you know it's like saying somebody with ocd believe that's just how they believe i, I don't think so i think mental illness we're still learning about it and it can manifest in many different ways i i i, I still stand by a lot of the people that were attracted to this QAnon shit when you hear the stories about them they're people with mental health issues
2: yeah and a lot of times their families are like this person is mentally ill
1: yeah and they had it before this shit, and it just makes me more mad at the people who know that that will attract folks and they use it anyway it makes me mad at donald trump it makes me mad at republicans and mad at media types that like someone ran up in nancy pelosi's house and attacked their husband it yes, makes sir. me mad because i know that person's probably disturbed mm-hmm. but our society and uh, a lot of the political commentary around it has been normalizing the idea of violence since january 6th and even right. before that the idea of white violence and normalizing vilifying uh nancy pelosi and democrats for so long that of course there was somebody out there that they reached of course anyway Appiah says Adidas will not get any praise for dropping him. They could only minimize the backlash, and I'm sure they're losing money now. Actually, their stock went up. Uh, they they made money so far the question is what is the responsibility of corporation and capitalism i'm not sure the goal is making money first but for any price i hope not i work for a big company no interest in spokesperson here no drugs created by jay-z or something and the pr is always very ethical but it's of course about the money a product doesn't work equals layoffs they chose kanye for his power to turn up sales not because he was a great person um oh no i meant medical drugs created by jay-z as a joke because i thought the image of another cool looking and successful rapper and producer in the lab working on medical studies and regulations to create a new heart (laughs) drug would be amusing (laughs) then i remembered that he used to sell drugs as a young person and that could be seen very differently like i wanted to attack him now i wish i had said taylor swift instead (laughs) let me tell you right now apia you you lucked out not saying taylor swift somebody gonna write up in here and be mad at you because
2: Taylor Swift that trigger word.
1: Right, listen, Taylor Swift is that that's like sounding the alarm for these motherfuckers. Oh my god! Hell, come out to works But I tell you what, Tay Tay on the motherfucking charts back on their motherfucking next. Hey, again, with that new album, I ain't heard. I ain't heard nothing since Tay Tay dropped. Okay y'all better leave my girl alone mdr says i wonder how bad his contract was uh that they own all their rights also not so fun fact the founder of adidas is part of hitler youth so yeah they can't be out here silent on anti-semitism german or not and then apia says in our family documents from that time every stamp signed is a swastika sign it is because my grandparents demanded it of course not uh you went to the town hall for anything this was a step they put on anything should i show those documents for example in america today people would think it was that i was some impressive nazi heir well I, i wouldn't use the word impressive but uh and it gets even funnier quote unquote my family also always lived in the area between germany and poland where the nationality changed very often people were classified in the levels of being german seems not problematic at all uh they got the they got N R one of four. Wow! And now I got I do the twenty three and Me test, and I'm eighty percent Eastern European, other stuff, and zero percent Western European, which is German. <clears throat> and people always ask me where I'm from, and tell me I look too dark to be from Poland or Germany. Sorry, things are complicated. All I can say is that I'm definitely actively not a Nazi, and never will be.
2: I'm g- glad to hear that.
1: And then MDR says, "We know you're not a Nazi. You paid the sixteen dollars to ride." i think that clears up any questions about that and she says thank you for seeing me and it was 1906 so i'm even three dollars and six cents less a nazi exactly right um but yeah mdiaria had brought up that uh like oh this so they went back and forth so the Apia brought up my grandfather was also part of Hitler Youth he was fourteen this is a mandatory youth organization for boys my grandmother was in the same organization for girls I'm sure he hasn't he wasn't some progressive sort of person but also not some Nazi mastermind at fourteen and now what the other set of grandparents only wasn't because they were too old my other grandfather was forced to fight in Germany a uh, German army in Russia got his feet partially frozen off it's oh. not like they had lots oh, of no. choice hitler youth or hitler shot in the head i promise you i will never join a hitler anything because i have a choice um but yeah uh mdr brings up a great point which is in america the context gets lost so if you just say hitler youth was like this motherfucker would fuck with hitler mm-hmm. and there's not gonna be a lot of clarification or whatever uh and then i'm just paraphrasing because i'm trying to speak they had a whole ass conversation mm-hmm. um but yeah then that's when she went into her whole family history and stuff uh, let's see d richards 14 says i just checked out your amazon wish list is that updated it's not and we will update it we,
2: we, we will update it.
1: <clears throat> y'all really just want books and co-hangers just check it i'm really feeling spendy you know what we'll have it updated by sunday mm-hmm. uh lakita says if they don't leave women alone damn uh and she's talking about the poll which is bikini baristas should be legal should be illegal 90 5% of y'all believe it should be legal on the website. One person said illegal, which represented about 5% of the vote. And I imagine that's JL Coven. <laughs> he, he the one person. He
2: said,
1: probably the
2: one. I'm against this.
1: Yeah. I see it. That's, that's the less that I, I figure. He, he probably, he the one. Like, uh Women showing titties. How dare they? Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, on the website, uh, for spotify mm-hmm. 81% say legal 19% say illegal now mm. it's maybe because they have so much money they would never order coffee from a drive up barista you know, situation you what,
2: they have so much money they're in the <coughs> mile high club so they was like we would not stoop ourselves <coughs> to 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 lower our standards
0: if
1: i want to see some titties i pay my handmaiden to just take her clothes off or whatever mm-hmm. these riches um the comments on the youtube uh lily sweet 098 says the way i busted out laughing when rod said i don't speak english i speak these horns too funny (laughs) pet lover says love you guys i'm so glad this is on youtube i've been listening since 2015 when i heard rod on twib he was so funny i had to check out his podcast and i never looked back thanks pet lover thank you baby sean says karen needs to start doing reaction shorts on youtube she keep me laughing and looking a fool at work because of her commentary heart emoji and laughing emoji (laughs)
0: um
1: and then the Q and A was let james Corden eat uh creasy says what i don't get with the bikini baristas is why would anyone choose to work there if you're just gonna turn around and sue for the work attire just don't make sense uh aaron says no well i don't think the bikini baristas were suing
2: Mm-mm. They they're, they're the, the
1: ones that were getting sued mm-hmm.
2: they
1: i mean they was willing to show some titties they was like
2: yeah it was other people that was yeah. like we don't want to see him covering them up them was, were the people that was yeah. suing
1: it was jl coven driving by with his coffee already black and eating on some grape nuts mad. and almonds mad that these women had to the write the bodily autonomy being like how dare you put those titties away. Not in my neighborhood. I don't, not, not on, not on Barack Obama Boulevard. <laughs> nope. Nelson, uh, Nelson says, we as black peoples should have held Kanye accountable but denying him our dollars. I honestly can't say I feel pity for him, especially this has been a progression over the years. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, this is the part about being an empath. I appreciate your honesty. I think a lot of people think they're empaths or pretend to be empaths when really they're just using as an excuse to lash out at any and everybody Mm -hmm. and i think um the the thing for me a lot of times is to to see somebody like this and go if they won't help themselves that's it for me and the only thing that can i was talking to somebody about this the other day we talk about kanye often um and they were talking about how it was really disturbing to them and how just seeing him in the media all the time was really getting to them and they were like, how are you dealing with it? And I was like, honestly, I'm in the healthiest place I've ever been in my life with this, where I I just accept there ain't shit I can do about it. And then if he don't do nothing about it, ain't nothing going to be done. And this is the end of it. Like, I'm not mad at him. There's no emotional attachment to it. It's just that those are the facts. And I'm all, the only thing I'm thinking about is what happens when he gets out of this. Like, I hope if he gets out of this, I hope it's not him harming himself <clears throat> and uh yeah he he gonna have to deal with the consequences of this shit and this is one of the reasons people say don't get off your fucking meds mm-hmm. um roger says i saw a poster for winterfest in the wayne brady airport <laughs> 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 last one was how to slay your dragon that's our uh how that's our game of thrones house of the dragon recap mwangangi says of course i'm gonna be back for season two shit i might be it might be the only tv show that i actually watch with y'all too bad arax couldn't breathe at the correct temperature him and Luceris might have been able to escape hashtag fahrenheit game uh Kokui says i swore i wasn't going to watch house of the dragon but then my play cousins from north carolina decided to recap so here i am if i'm here in 18 months when the season two comes back out comes out i'll be back Jim Dropper says, Child, season two finna be lit. This episode definitely should have been nicknamed This Coulda Been A Raven. Rest in peace to the (laughs) strong boy and once again Otto had the audacity to show up to Dragonstone with zero dragons. Just riding on a torn book page. Sir, you clearly forgot the feeling of that stink hot drag breath of a dragon that got released on you at your grandson coronation. Act like you got some damn sense in a dragon backup plan before they can get burnt you get burnt to the crisp auntie ray was spilling tea and throwing shade for the most of this episode i respect the decision to stand back and stand by until corliss was ready to bend the knee the power couple moves right there uh also this my mama said had me cracking up a uh, picture in that meme with little cardi b saying that repeatedly to all the grown folks it was really a good reminder that these are some inexperienced babies getting thrown into a conflict brought about their par- by their parents and grandparents the loss of loose luke is uh, about uh to harden a lot of these young hearts before their primes as this war begins
2: oh mm-hmm. yes they're gonna be very upset
1: yeah all these kids was born in peacetime as much as i hate to say it, even as a dv survivor i'm siding with rod on damon with this one still fuck damon for that yoking up but he does have a point ugh i hate to say it trying to remind myself that this is fictional can't take this too seriously yeah i i mean yeah i mean i normally don't I normally i almost never have a problem with fictionalized violence and shit like that it's just it's, it's just my thing i i appreciate all the stuff that people go through but is it didn't happen so <laughs> to like like i have a more i have a it's, it's so crazy because i feel like most people are the opposite i have a harder problem when my friends send me like a viral video of like look at these two women fighting on the side of the street where i'll be like oh that, that really happened though
2: yes that really happened i don't want to see that yeah
1: it's like oh he bleeding out the head or whatever i'm like yeah i don't i mean i get that that that's funny to y'all but that's also kind of fucked up yes and like i can do it but it's just it takes me a second you know other people see it seem like it's instant like oh yeah, yeah play. Where I'm like, what happened now? They're like, this happened. I'm like, ah. Uh-uh. So anyway, you know,
2: that's why I turned them fucking auto plays off. No, thank you.
1: But 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 when it comes to stuff like this, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's not real. <laughs> like <laughs> like it's just not like though that did not happen, and I can just watch it. So I don't know, but but it was shocking in the way they portrayed it, uh and it was great acting and all that stuff. So I feel you, and I I don't have the experience of a dv survivor i got plenty of experience with violence um and shit just for my upbringing and it's like yeah i you know that it's hard to side with a violent motherfucker like that but he mm-hmm. was making points but he was wrong but he was making points anywho <laughs> The men of Westeros all reek to varying degrees of toxic masculinity and could do some good therapy. And the reading tutor for the Baratheon Lord. Uh I'm rooting for the blacks in the coming war. However, I don't mind wearing a t-shirt that says Vemar had a point in the meantime. Merch idea. Uh I was, I, now Game of Thrones will take down your stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can find a way to sneak that in. But just understand, if you see on it. you see that design come up you might want to copy it immediately
2: them and and, uh, Nintendo they would be like nope get that shit out of here you might
1: want to copy it immediately because they will come get it Mm -hmm. thank you both for the great season of House of the Dragon recaps and keep up the great work that you both do but when the says i'll be back for season two recaps bro i can't tell you how much joy and laughter your recaps bring me when you said that the jeffersons and the freemans in the pledge to lead us, it took me a whole minute to realize you were joking because all those Danes on them dragons do sound black i'm with damon though uh we got dragon p fuck peace yeah what's the point uh I, if i haven't said it lately let me say i appreciate you riding care sincerely kitchen of house brooklyn shoe Bay, first and only of her name defender of the fire boroughs and library books lakita says per the poll if y'all were if y'all will be there i will be there because i basically asked are y'all gonna watch season two uh you and karen make the recap so so fun after this episode i went to hbo to see the last scene i needed to see the murder and raise eyes that episode should have ended playing knucketh if you bucketh Laughed my ass out so good
0: <laughs> Ramsey says
1: i enjoyed them dragons i can wait for season two in my john cutter aka wesley snipe's voice always bet on black dizzy lizzie gal says thank you so much for these recaps they were the highlight of my past few weeks and it feels great to listen and know i won't hear any book spoilers discussed disguised as predictions you're welcome okay other podcasts can't promise y'all that Mm -mm. i will i will absolutely be back for season two and i'm sure even the folks complaining will be back as well all that caterwauling about the final season of game of Thrones, and yet the first episode of this show broke records so oprah voice what is the truth
2: what is the right what is the motherfucking truth everybody it's subbed. I'll never do it again
1: love y'all thanks for being great and finally green eye bandit says I cannot wait to see the dance of the dragons unfold and maybe a battle of the whispers I'm curious what role Laris toes before bros strong will play <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious and the war to come and I hope the white worm wasn't killed off so easily nobody no death y'all can't imagine she would be dead it just that'd be very weird for the show like there's some people who's deaf i'm like probably dead but then that's (laughs) that's and then there's people where you like definitely dead and then she's on the list of i don't think she dead.
2: i don't think she dead either Mm -mm.
1: she can't be known for just hiding agon's drunk ass in the corner like denzel in the movie ricochet uh we'll be here for the recaps and the poll was will you be back for season two hours of dragon 100% say yes Wow, 100%. Everybody coming back. So glad we'll we did. be this. back too. And on the, on the, um, Spotify, 100%, 96% said yes, 0% said no, but one person did say, I didn't watch season one, which I forgot to make an option on the website, but mm. y'all get it. Um, and let's check what it says. And you know what?
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the entire of season one either, my nigga.
1: Uh, let's check uh the comments on youtube i'll support a house valerian so by default blacks nana nisi all day austin says damon was pissed because Viserys ain't tell him but ray knew maybe maybe i don't know i it was something else about that choke that didn't seem like how dare you be in the loop it seemed like he was choking on some like nigga you're crazy you talking about fucking privacy i'm talking about we need to go burn these niggas to that, death with this dragon right
2: there was that like, we ain't we not even talking about the same thing that's why she was like he never told you because you don't even know what the hell i'm talking about
1: chocolate lady cap says this spades analogy is top level ish three hands up emoji three laughing emojis kitchen says nobody uses spade analogy better than rod especially when it comes to them dragons recaps thank you yeah keisha says i avoided them dragon spoilers just so i could be fresh for your recap i'm gonna miss them 10 episodes went fast Mm -hmm. and Harmon says hey guys i love your recap i will be watching the walking dead so i can hear you all do the recaps oh yeah yeah we gotta get started on that Mm -hmm. uh saf says i love your recaps and can't wait until the show comes back the whole episode had me tense i knew something bad was going to happen and after Rhaenyra lost her baby i thought well here we there we go that's the bad thing, but nope, I do agree that Rainey still has anger towards Renera because she thinks she has something to do with Lenore's death, but she is enjoying watching this woman control all these men. Yes, she is. That's a great point. It was as if she was living through Renera, Renera, because, uh, that would have been her if she was chosen. I love how they showed Renera's maturity by how close, uh, how she chose to handle things once she learned her father died and Aegon was crowned as king. The young Renera would have probably fallen in line with Damon. I began screaming at the TV the minute sarah said to send the, he and Luke as the messengers. Seeing the difference between Lucera's dragon and Aemon's, made me think of a uh, deep uh deep breath and ask take a deep breath and ask why i had hope ah! amon didn't follow the sarah's but of course he did after almost having a heart attack watching the chase sequence will the sarah scene evaded them and broke through the storm i was screaming for it to cut off cut to a different scene a commercial anything because i knew a what commercial! would happen if they didn't and when it happened i screamed like it was my baby who got ate next season is going to be on and i have a feeling if otto is still there he's not making it back to king's landing Renaria uh might not have wanted to burn down the realm to get the throne but she will more than happy do it for her children i really enjoyed the recaps and y'all might have be might have me trying to catch up with the walking dead so i could listen to that too as always keep up the good work
2: yeah and i believe that and uh 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 the 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 homosexual gave that speech when he was talking about kids and mm-hmm. what you do for your kids yep. he didn't get that speech for no reason
1: that's a great point point.
2: and you know because literally both of them are doing some of the shit that they're doing for their children
1: little brother says karen's impression of ray having that baby while the man held a meeting is hilarious <laughs> yeah so good <laughs>
2: that's how it sounded to me
1: that exactly is how it sounded anyway great recap thanks for reviewing the show look forward to season two and beyond and hearing the blackout test recaps of them and lastly bridget says thank y'all so much for reviewing house of the dragon it was fun being with y'all every week thank you everybody love comments thank you. and lastly the Q and A was not quite strong enough june says nope ah! not quite strong enough with that little fisher price dragon rod you and karen crack me up can't wait for next season Raphael says man i'm still in my fields over little luke rest in peace that's one wild way to go out i know i'm a nobody however i already awarded y'all the award for recap of the century you make watching stuff fun thank you
2: oh thank you we tr- we try our best and honey i'm like y'all i watch the tv and uh that dragon get eight i look now was like oh no baby
1: yeah that's honestly the funnest that's the hardest part but that's the most rewarding part is hearing y'all say how much fun the recaps are because i just think that it's it's intentional and it's a lot of work that goes into making sure it's fun and uh when y'all are having a good time then that means the work is worth it yes rachel says i knew sending that motherfucker was a bad idea but damn the way i gasped yeah i man listen i knew that kid was dead when he pulled up and seen that big dragon i said he's fucking dead i like i literally tweeted at when Luke, when jace had the idea i tweeted like that's gonna end up making a good hostage situation they ain't careful mm-hmm. so i knew that little motherfucker was dead and i still was like oh when that dragon came from underneath the clouds i was like oh my god the way they just zoomed in on the bite yes chomp somebody marked the minute mark for spoilers uh sandy says <laughs> if that's the same castle ray 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 cut up at when she had the suitors the barathans don't owe her a thing cue the oh it is wow that's crazy if it is cue the karen was right song because she said ray ray should have made alliances then she did say mm-hmm. she did say Let yeah me... that
2: that shit came back to bite her in the ass
1: yeah and uh i don't know why y'all keep taking it Karen doesn't have a Karen was right song. She has Karen be knowing. Uh, uh, I was
2: about
1: guess it is.
2: I I'll I either way I'm fine with it.
1: I know you are. You don't care about anything. <laughs> but I guess it is it does it is fitting because Karen's constantly taking stuff. So y'all I take, am, I am. y'all take the title to her to her own song. <laughs> uh <laughs> Lastly, Ignacio says, I mean, damn, that look on Renera's uh, I don't know how to spell this shit. Uh, you spelled it almost right uh face that was that two thirty in the morning i'm gonna have to whoop some ass club face rod said we don't want the evil from ray ray listen i can't wait to see what she do Ooh. i can't wait to see oh
2: because that I, when i tell you all the love she had disappeared and there's not gonna mm-hmm. be a, nothing that they could say to her from that moment forward Mm-mm. it's gonna be ugly
1: mm-hmm. cannot wait uh all right, let's get to the voicemails. We have four voicemails. Let's see what they talking about. Okay, this person just got out the car apparently. Okay, but now Let's they go to the next accident Yep. Little little mistaken mistakey right there. Let's go to the next person. I think it's Allegra. Hello you two, it's Allegra. Um Uh
2: oh! Oh, did it stop playing?
1: It's silent. I guess you got and, muted. Woo, this oh, it came back at the end.
3: That I've really been enjoying listening to um your reviews. And woo, this season,
1: woo.
3: wowzers! <laughs> wow, can't wait till next season. All right, love you guys. Bye.
1: Yeah, for some reason, there's like a minute of silence in there. But I think we we picked up what you were putting down. Uh, D left left a voicemail.
3: Hey Rod and Karen, it is D from the Bamboozy Podcast. Hey baby, it's calling with a quick little story. I never called into the show, but I had a listener of the show uh, recognize me. Well, I guess recognize me at Total Wine, but it was funny Aww. because they heard me on my recent appearance. And I was h- asking them if they needed help, and then they was telling me that they they know somebody that works there, and and that they do stuff in the classroom and all this other stuff. And then they said I follow him on Twitter, and they was like, I'm trying to remember her name. And then I started thinking, like, hold on, you might be talking about me. But I <laughs> want to say, oh, I'm gonna figure out the name. And then it was so funny because I said, I think. The person they're, asked, they're talking about was me. When they came back, they said, oh, my name's DeAsia. And I said, it's me. And I was like, oh, how you doing? So Aww. pretty cool that um, somebody heard the episode and stopped by my store to say hello. And I was able to um, help them somewhat. One of the items we, they were looking for we didn't have in the stock. But uh, shout out to always having connections through your podcast.
1: Aww. Um,
3: y'all have a good day. Love y'all.
1: Thank Aww, you. Thank you. Love you too. Oh man, that is so dope. You, we love to see it. We mm-hmm. really do. So that, oh man. Um, all right, let's go to the last voicemail. We got one more. I think we got it during the show.
0: Hey Rod and Karen, I love you guys have this show. I'm calling because um, I'm a couple episodes behind right now, but we're talking about. But um, well, the reason I'm behind is because. I had to put it on pause because I was behind on The Walking Dead and mm-hmm. I didn't want to um, have spoilers for my Walking Dead recaps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I'm um, in February episode 2,491. And talking about the the Aquafina stuff. But then, um, you guys mentioned like a reference to Iggy yes. Azalea. And I don't know if you're aware, and I don't want to be the worst actually guy, but the, the the Iggy Azalea line, where she says that she's like a runaway slave, when it comes to appropriation and stuff like that, that literally is a Kendrick Lamar bar. It's just it's just whole verse of a song. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know that, yeah, it's not that she just said that. She took a whole Kendrick Lamar verse and and. Said it as her own on stage. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, like I said, love you guys, love
1: the show. Hope you have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Bye. First off, thanks. You'll hear this month from now. Apparently, yeah, thank,
2: thank you. You hear this uh, probably twenty twenty three. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah, we did know that. I think we talked about it at the time. I just didn't mention it again because. It's, it's, but it wasn't just you said like a runaway slave. She pauses for a second and says, "Master." So she's like she's doing his uh spiteful chant verse and then she does the like so said i'm a runaway slave master it was like who thought that was a good idea Mm-mm. but that's you know to me like i said i find that shit more offensive but at this, you know once again same thing i just never listened to her so it wasn't like oh my god it was like oh okay so she's talentless and racist cool or she thought it was funny to play in that lane and you know once again it's more upsetting to me that ti and all these people invested in her career and 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 let her kind of cook with that bullshit all right whew this is a long one let's get to the um let's get to the emails and wrap this bad boy up okay mm-hmm. Uh got quite a few emails too uh kanye and wayne brady airport this is from andrea who says or it could be andrea who says dear rod and karen i've been listening to your show for a decade now and after finding you via walking dead fandom you have helped this sometimes clueless white woman understand what i was missing you make me laugh every week during six years of weekly chemo you kept me during going during recovery Aww. not to be forgotten how you made me feel sane and in, informed during the pandemic when much of the world didn't give fucks if my immune comp- compromised ass lived or died please forgive me for how damn long this will be but tonight you gave me such a gift before i even started the episode i was feeling happy knowing my finances mean i could finally go premium and give back in some small way what you're giving me oh And will you make my belly shake, Karen, with the Wayne Brady Airport? But no, that's not the gift. See see attached photo of the future Wayne Brady Airport. You are so naturally funny, wise, and gracious. The gift was your rant about Kanye right and how mental illness in the is the person's responsibility to take help and treatment. Go to therapy and take the meds if needed. Any abusive or threatening behavior is an excuse when you those when they won't do those things. Not to demonize anyone, but if they refuse help and threaten you, it is not your responsibility to take that at all. Exactly. That like that's the main thing for me is like it does like we can debate like is it is this is who he is at the end of the day the only real thing we know for sure is dude won't take his meds Mm -mm. and when he don't take his meds this is what the fuck be happening so do i feel sorry that this is a seems to be part of a mental illness that he's afflicted with that he can't control of course i feel sorry my sorry doesn't mean that i want to see him be on the air and we all just go well he can't help it no you don't platform him you don't you don't give him money you don't enable him you don't i insulate him from uh from getting help we have to put him in a position where he has to get help that's it you know what i mean so uh to me it seemed like all the debating of him in the hall and is kind of beside the point you know i don't agree with a lot of people on like how mental illness has to be i think it can be manifest a bunch of different ways and we don't want to have that discussion and that's fine the real discussion is how do we keep this dude off the air you know yeah like did, like unfortunately his words have a lot of impact
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and we've seen what happens when you just let shit go unchecked all the time so uh anyway uh so three days she said see three days ago a young man who stayed with me for a few months had a psychotic break i'm heartbroken about it because he was has many amazing kind of gentle quali- qualities He had an episode before and said some really scary things which i told him at the time meant he must get treatment or he couldn't have we couldn't have him here right well he didn't do it then he started self-medication with dabs psychedelics and alcohol i'm not anti-cannabis or and i use edibles as medicine but the wax seems to really mess up people's lives it's either jail or a 72-hour hold you can imagine that fed that fed the psychosis and he ran outside wednesday smashed his phone took off on foot i was afraid for our lives my son and i when he returned he had jumped in the freezing colorado river to kill himself it was i was afraid to let him in i didn't know he was soaked but i called the sheriff at the, after the boy's request they came out and had him taken into an ambulance he barely knew his own name i've been agonizing about having to put him out He does have other places to go, but this kid is a son to me. He's 24 and I'm 53. My son is 18, has panic disorder, anxiety, and PTSD from abuse with his dad. I have PTSD too. We're both back to flinching at every car outside or knock on the door. Uh, We can't be stable either if he's here when you said that getting treatment etc is on them it helped me realize i can't force my household to live in fear because he has refused treatment right it's not anything close to reasonable expectation thanks for you for saying that vote blue because we know who will care about mental health and it's not the feds thank you andrea agreed yeah and she included this picture that is so funny let me show y'all this picture it's a wayne brady airport mockup. up mm-hmm. welcome to wayne brady airport and it's wayne brady standing in the airport greeting you <laughs> but yeah um very sorry to hear about that Mm -hmm. but i just i'm with you i just don't think uh and this is this is like this is why i say it's sad i don't like the anger and stuff i get that anger and i think a lot of people have anger because that's how they draw boundaries and without the anger they will have weak boundaries and they will let people violate them and so that's why people are that way with Kanye West. And and I get it. You know, I, I totally get it. The, the stuff you said is anger inducing. But I think my boundaries are not grown. Most of my boundaries are not drawn with anger. Mm-mm. There's actually almost no emotion in my boundaries because I'm an emotional person. And I have to take the emotion out to then draw my boundary and say, boom, I, I no longer am letting my empathy give you a toehold into my life. That being said, when my boundaries are challenged, sometimes I can get angry. Cause then it's like, okay, I I was very reasonable. And then you just kept pushing. Um, that being said, like, I think it's sad because it's like, you didn't take care of your mental health and your mental health is going to take care of you, quote unquote. And that's not a rational thing to do, to go jump in the river, to destroy your phone but it's not you can't fix that we read stories on here all the time where somebody is sad because it's like this man killed his mom yeah all right so those listening later don't notice those listening live had a little technical difficulties my brand new macbook just died on me and this uh just recently came (laughs) back Goddamn <laughs> Apple product give them one chance.
2: <laughs> it was not a MacBook,
1: Karen, don't tell the people, oh, oh I'm, my sorry. I'm uh,
2: sorry, I'm sorry, I ruined the joke my um bad. anyway, uh,
1: but yeah, just it's tragic is what I was trying to say i, I can't remember everything I was saying, but it's tragic yeah. more than it's like anger inducing and stuff, and I think you know I'm sorry you had that situation right, Danielle says late House of the Dead recap Tony fans. Ah, i'm weak i'm weak oh my god i had to stop driving i finally parked and I almost got down on the bare wet puddle ground dying in laughter it was raining hey guys all the recaps are excellent but this one my stomach was hurting i'm now writing this at work awaiting a patient and I still feel residual weakness i'm gonna have to listen again uh Yay. and then she included this meme from lebron uh i think looking at steph curry get the trophy uh for the mvp and getting his ring and uh it says amon watching Aegon being crowned
2: <laughs>
1: that's <hilarious. laughs> that
2: was his look what that he that's was hilarious.
1: not pleased should have photoshopped the uh, uh uh eye patch on the lebron <laughs> ah! that's a silver hair yes but uh yeah yeah definitely hear you on that uh let's go to the next one um allison says alarming ad hey rod and karen have i hope i love y'all dearly And I'm a long-time fan of the show. Of course, I've written multiple five-star reviews, Karen. Monthly donator, as well as a premium subscriber. I say all that to be clear that I love what y'all are doing. I know y'all are protective of your brand for good reason. means a lot to all of us. As I was being dressed for work this morning, I was listening to episode 2623, and I almost choked. On my list, listerine when i heard this political ad for greg abbott in the voice that sounded like a black woman talking about how beto o'rourke just wants to let criminals like the ones who murdered her son back on the streets because oh he's no. the poorest easy bail it came right before fucking with black people needless to say, your cars
2: <laughs> you was fucked with i know right
1: i know rod is just marking the times for the company y'all are partnering with to insert the ads yes yeah, just it's anchor that that inserts the ads mm-hmm. but i wanted to let you know this is what they decided my demographics being a black woman in texas suggests. I need to have pushed my way hope this is helpful information that there's something y'all can do about it doesn't fuck up y'all's ad bag all the best i mean technically there's nothing we can do about it other than um i think we can tell them no political ads but i don't think we can say like
2: right who? this
1: these politics and stuff right. obviously um this is the, the real sad part obviously it's tailored to what you listen to and where you located.
2: So, so for some Texas. reason
1: they they thought you was a coon, Allison. I'm just saying I'm not calling you a coon. I'm not calling you a coon. Anchor and Spotify though, like
2: Texas in in this zip
1: code, they tried to do a little coon checkup on you. Okay, <laughs> prepared and you passed a test and you was like, nope. What the hell is this? I don't appreciate it either, and I think it's whack. Um, and if I could just like blank out only Republican as I would, you know, um but uh, yeah i'm I, I listen i get it
2: it's upsetting me in my home girl
1: okay come I get on it.
2: upset and buff us honey it ain't me right my home girl we don't like that around mm-hmm. right here we, we, we don't like that shit we don't
1: like it uh john says good morning ron karen just wanted to belatedly chime in on the great celsius fahrenheit war why is nobody even mentioning kelvin it's the most scientific of all i wonder if it's because it has a black sounding name that makes Woo-hoo. sense kelvin kelvin yeah kelvin degrees is like absolute zero or something seriously though we need a compromise between celsius and fahrenheit for celsius zero degrees being the freezing point for water is perfect all good on that end but at higher temperatures fahrenheit seems better we all know there's a huge difference on a day between 80 90 100 or 110 degrees in celsius that would be 26 32 37 and 43 degrees it's only a difference of 20 degrees for what we all know feels like a major 40 degree difference I don't know what the solution is, but I'm glad you're pushing back on the pressures from Big Celsius. That's right, buddy. They're not, not gonna Big get me. Celsius. That interview with Professor Woolfork last week was so good. Her experience with white fragility at the retreat regarding Charlottesville is such an example of whiteness in a nutshell. It illustrates one of the reasons it's so hard for meaningful conversations about race to happen in white spaces. Even if you want to have those conversations, as I often do, most spaces simply won't have it. Racism and white supremacy is like Fight Club. The first rule of white people is we never talk about it. And it's an expectation that gets enforced from pretty much everywhere. Your family, your friends, the media, school, club, Etc. it's an unwritten rule but it's everywhere on the flip side as you mentioned in the discussion about kanye we're also told to stay in our lane for any conversation involving people of color mm-hmm. it creates a weird question of what exactly allies for lack of a better term are supposed to do and it gets even more complicated when anti-semitism enters the picture right yeah it's, yeah
2: right and i can i mean by talking about this i can understand because it's a mixed messaging because truth be told is not a monolith and all of it varies Depend on the person that you talk to
1: yeah it's very complicated and the rules vary and there's different type of black people who use the shut the fuck up rule right that's what that's the thing that gets missing and why i don't want to really hear the like oh so white people decide to do something it's like yes but one of the reasons they weren't doing shit is because there were some black people that were still using the you willing to use that same cudgel of stay out of your my business for bad black people you know it's like um, y- y'all know I love Jamele Hill. Go get a book, Uphill. It's good. Karen's got it on audio already. It's real good. So, but I remember one time I, I I was part of the people. I made a joke about Candace Owens' hair. I was like, Why is it motherfuckers with like the driest edges that's always like so full of anti-blackness? And i mused that it was because black women ain't letting them come to the fucking salon. <laughs> With the, knowing they about to leave there and tell everybody that George Floyd deserved to die. And I don't blame them. And that's why black women vote 90% Democrat, right? Anyway, um, Jamel was like, you know, we can't be talking bad about black women's hairs, a sensitive topic for a lot of black women, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm gonna just have to not be that woke for this one. You know, but the point being, there's gonna be some people who are like, y'all, Are talking bad about Candace Owens' hair, and Jamel Hill said not to. And it's like, yeah, she's black, and she said not to, and I'm black, and I'm finna fry her motherfucking edges like they got fried by herself when she put that perk plus in them. Like, cause she a bad person, and I can't help myself. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm willing to be the bad guy and get judged, you know? So, anyway, that's what happened with Kanye. A lot of black people was like, don't you talk about this black man. So white people was like okay i guess i can't say shit you know (laughs) and they still trying to float that out there by the way i still see people using it anyway all i know is a real as a real ally who supports black women i'm going to volunteer for tigris sydney acute mcdaniel's campaign oh that's a deep cut y'all gotta either listen to pre pregame or you gotta go listen to uh the first the first behind the paywall episode of three guys on from last week i introduced them to this Alleged scammer from uh from our from who ran who's running for like water conservation in our state mm-hmm. in our Shout city.
2: Out. Mm-hmm. Shout out, she 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 filling in
1: smuggy shoes. <laughs> Finally got to episode six of Dahmer and Dan. Rodney Buford deserves all the Emmys for that performance. It's Tony Hughes. It's unfortunate that his mom is one of the people who takes the objection to the series and betrayal because to me it was such a beautiful and heartfelt tribute to him and made him out to be just a lovely person ps is an italian-american it is absolutely fair for you to assume that all pizzeria owners are racist until proven otherwise cheers and stay safe john yeah i only believe it if the, if it's good if the pizza was whack i would be like are oh, they not racist uh, Preston says, I finally, uh, homeliest little horse, I finally reconnected to Atlanta and watched episode two. Wow. Great recap. Now I need to binge to catch up to you and Bossy. I missed you too, Preston. Thanks, Preston. Oh. LaShonda says, after voting, uh, about voting in other capitalist countries where it seems to work, Uh, other capitalist countries that are working tend to lean towards being homogenous our capitalism was built on criminality and brutality which doomed it from the start that said I voted in every election since I was 18 national and local and will continue to do so until the system is reformed yeah absolutely That like that's the thing I keep saying a lot of the theoretical hypothetical stuff that I agree with would be better is always couched under this idea that racism somehow takes care of itself under the system and that white people understand and educate themselves and behave better, and no, it's not gonna happen so i'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm not dreaming that far yet i hope I hope that those dreamers are right, and I'm the one who's wrong, and they drag me and I go, oh you know what they 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 drug the world to this point and I can look and go, I don't mean drag me like drag me on Twitter I mean they drag." the conversation so far to that direction we like oh yes white people ain't racist no more we can finally have socialism but i don't see it happening in my lifetime
2: mm-hmm. not in my lifetime
1: so until then i'm gonna be hoping that rihanna takes some of her Finny money and gives it to black people to start businesses because that's about all we gonna get mm-hmm. i feel that. y'all y'all right theoretically socialism this that and the other until then i hope pharrell keeps paying for motherfucking scholarships come on um about house of the dead i get to sing shonda was right shonda was right i said last week when folks were fussing and cussing about rainies not lighting up the greens that it wasn't her war to start and it would look like she was trying to also usurp i'm so glad she said it this week yeah yeah i i really like that more than that motherhood shit they put in them articles that was whack Damon grabbing up renera i think it's because in that moment he realized his brother never had intention of allowing him to be the true heir because he hadn't told him the vision it was the last turn of the knife in their fractured relationship Damon seemed to only want viseris to trust in him and this showed he never did yeah i don't know i just didn't pick it i didn't register it that way but i, I could be wrong i just it felt like it felt like something different to me but you know maybe we'll see in another conversation Side note about Damon, Crown, and Ranera. I love the parallel between Matt Smith's character's reaction towards bending the knee for a queen in this show and Matt Smith's character in The Crown, Prince Philip, who fought her to the end. Not to have to bend the knee to a queen. That is growth. (laughs) Never watched The Crown. Me, Last yeah. thing to lighten up the painted table in this show is versus how Stannis was using it, and Game of Thrones: is the ultimate visual of how boomers use technology versus Gen Z use technology. <laughs> Anywho, it was
2: beautiful lit up too.
1: Love the recast. Anyways, love the show, and always love the show. Stay warm and safe. Love you guys, Shonda. P.S. Vagar was written by Aegon to conquer sister wife, so she's seen battle. All right uh brian says hello house jackson just wanted to say thank you for taking the time out to do the house of the dragon recast every week they were fantastic 10 out of 10 no notes i guess i would have enjoyed the show without your recast but glad i didn't have to find out thanks for all your work you truly appreciate it thank Thank you." you andre says uh and karen thank you for your reviews of house of the dragon and all the other shows that your comedy with and heart i would like to ask you a question about from a writer's perspective one of the things you said about the crab feeder was that he never said anything or wasn't about anything do you feel the portrayal of the night king was similar The show put way more information about the Night King than the books, so I'm curious as to why do you think the show did not give a voiceover or narration in his own words. This isn't a request to be the official explainer, more just to know your opinion on how the Night King, about how the Night King worked as a major antagonist about, and the crab feeder was obviously not to be concerned about. Thanks for all your time. Excellent show. Peace, Dre. Um, so from a writing perspective, they introduced the character so early, he had no speaking lines, and we didn't even like truly know his cause, or like what his effect was on his people that supported him.
3: Goals.
1: He felt like a tomato can to me. That's a boxing term for just like fighters that um are just put on the put on the the schedule to get knocked the fuck out.
2: Oh, okay. So
1: he felt like a tomato can to somebody me, just
2: to get beat up, and that's basically what it is, that's, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: He felt like a tomato can to me, and I thought, um, it just it, it, oh, and because they were doing so deeply into the motivations and machinations of the other characters, and especially Ronera, it just felt like they didn't have time to make him th- this this big, this be all end all. Now, um, and and then also the way they wrote it, it's, it to me it was like if they don't kill this dude right away then then he'll be a big bad so like if he killed damon or so then i'd be like oh maybe he is a more interesting character but to me it just felt like a vehicle to be like here's another reason that they don't get along the way they handled this guy um meanwhile with the night king it was the fact that they didn't really they introduced the mythology and stuff in like episode one season one You know with that giant running through the woods and the and uh and kill uh uh the not giant but the the frozen you know ice motherfucker killing motherfuckers in the woods and so it felt like they had more of a build-up i still found him to be like a silent antagonist like he wasn't he never spoke but his actions and words were so powerful
2: yeah i and also uh, not to jump in but with the ice king when they motherfucking went there and He did the all rise up, and then all them and all the motherfuckers got up. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a problem." Mm-hmm. And he's somebody that didn't say anything, but you're like, "Oh, it he's gonna be a problem, and y'all will see him again." Like, like this is not the last time you're going to see this this particular person, and when you do, it's going to be epic.
1: Yeah, so I think that's what. Uh, yeah, that's how I, that's how I, I took it, but you know obviously uh uh i mean i was right so uh, it's easy for me to say Christoph writes in man love your recaps for the walking dead to atlanta this is too much uh this too much i love y'all recaps so much that i wish y'all recap every show i watch (laughs) especially a handmaid's tale i love to hear y'all speak on the gilead because in my opinion minus all the raping gilead didn't seem that bad i probably shouldn't put this in writing y'all (laughs) y'all the best Christoph. one i've never seen yeah. the handmade tale it just hasn't it wasn't the thing i was interested at the time um I, I, i'm sure it's good uh two yeah you, you never want to write besides all the raping
2: <laughs> <laughs> <You>
1: just never <laughs> want to put that in print <laughs> anywhere <laughs> i was like
2: oops my bad
1: yeah this is not gonna it's <laughs> not gonna turn out good <laughs> maybe for i you. shouldn't
2: put this in writing yeah guys. hilarious
1: very rarely do you get a good besides all the raping that people go you know what oh uh, you're right so i wouldn't have done that um all right that's it we have one comment on pop being i can't find it and we also have our food at the door so oh and somebody sent a
2: mask too we don't know who sent it but thank you yeah
1: thank you all right y'all that's it it's late we gotta go and karen gotta go grab the food from the door so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah.